0: tuned in to the round table. All right, everybody, welcome to this week's exciting edition of the Roundtable Show right here live on PSN Radio at www.psn-radio.com, live and direct on May 7th, 2020. Joining the Roundtable for this fabulous evening is the one and only, the compassionate wolf, Oscar Benjamin. How are you doing, Oscar?
1: Nice to be back with the group again. Always a pleasure. Hello, everybody.
0: How are you doing, sir?
1: I am doing well. It's my birthday, so I'm having a fine time. But yeah. I thought I'd join everybody on my birthday.
0: Why not? It's a good idea. <laughs> happy birthday. Round of applause. Happy birthday.
1: Thank you. I hope all of you are gonna sing happy birthday to me, but I guess maybe that's not the case. M-
0: maybe, maybe a little bit <laughs> well, like right later.
2: Now.
0: And joining <laughs> the rest of the round table is uh, going around the table here. Let's go to the next face in line. He goes by one name. He hates food lines, but never call him late for dinner. The one and only V from the Hardcore Red Pill Show. What's up, brother? How you doing?
3: Doing all right. Just, uh, I was looking forward to this episode. You know, we've been MIA for two weeks. and I have so much fun on this program. And, hey, we're here, finally. <laughs>
0: We're here, we're live, and we're clear, and we're going to bring some uh, really interesting stories, but not before I get to the rest of the cast. Yeah, we have a loaded table tonight. Of course, the ringleader of this entire nonsense, the one and only, Zod Riders on the call. Zod, what's up, buddy? Like my, uh, my intro voice here?
4: Yeah, that's great. Um, I'm doing, doing, good, doing good, man. Glad to be here.
0: He said a mouthful. I'm sure he needs some Taco <laughs> Bell or something right now at the moment, enjoying this fine Thursday evening, and running out the round table, because it is, you want to start with the round, but kind of, sort of, we have uh, a good uh, cast this week, the one and only uh, from uh, the Alpha Centauri star system himself, I guess, no, perhaps, Johnny Alpha, what's up, dude?
5: Not much, man, just chilling. In high school with chicks.
0: Yeah!
3: <laughs> <laughs> Don't nice hate
0: poem, me because I'm beautiful.
3: <laughs> oh,
5: man, that was so good. Like, that's, that's just going to be the, the highlight of the night for me, man. <laughs>
0: In high school, there was a lot of chicks. They were actually born that way. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Well, yes, no, much more than we can save for the future here, probably. Uh, Good call. Opportunity Good to call. change their at the age of, what, eight, nine? <laughs>
0: Oh, dude, I, and uh, we're going to jump into it. We have, uh, by the way, a lot of, like, cool stuff to talk about. I, I pulled some uh, last-minute links, and they are like, actually really interesting topics, so I'm going to bring them up in a minute. But uh, just uh, to uh, piggyback on what V over here just said, I posted uh, on my AngelEspino.com. Easy, cheesy plug. Uh, go check that website out. That's where I post all my news and stuff on and I reported about something like that at a uh, school uh, a few months ago before the uh, lockdown happened where they had uh, a bunch of pole dancers come out. And uh, they were actually showing kids, elementary school, how to pole dance. Because, you know, when you want to indoctrinate a nation full of whores, that's how you do it. You get them when they're young. Well, it's
5: going to be like in the Olympics now, isn't it? Like or Something like that. I thought that they were having some kind
1: of a competition pole dance that's actually like... I'm, like I'm a not respectable a respectable sport yeah. nowadays. The indoctrination yeah. angle doesn't bother me so much. It does bother me, but what bothers me is the sexualizing of children. That's what bothers me. Yeah. Right? Children at that age, you're not supposed to be thinking about sex. You know, so that's... Uh, it's elementary sexual, school, Oscar. Elementary
0: school. Elementary school. Elementary school children, so.
3: I agree with you, but let me add in something here. My favorite oh Olympic sport was curling, women's curlings. Like, yeah. oh, that's so nice. You see, yes, that you know, I don't want to seem like a chauvinist here, but I love a woman with a broom.
0: Yeah, I understand that, but we're talking about women. These are like elementary school kids. There's there's no need to like show a a, a chick, hey Johnny, a chick.
3: I,
5: I don't know. The, I liked I liked women, I don't know, since like long as I can I know. remember. So I, I, I don't understand, like, the scary thing. Like, when you were talking about watching um, American Pie with your nephew and you were scared to show <clears up> him <throat> Shannon Elizabeth's boobs, it's like, he's going to see that at school anyways. He's going to have a friend that has a Playboy or some other magazine. Like he,
0: Understood, he understood. Like, but I don't want, you know, I don't think it's right to have, like, elementary school kids like second and third graders look at a at a, at a bunch of pole dancers and a bunch of like dudes in drag come on read like you know drag queen stuff while there's pole dancing going on to me that's the kind of education where it's just uh, the wrong kind of education to be honest with you uh i mean remember kids minds are sponges at that age and really what are you teaching your kids uh i'm gonna tell you, know, you, I'm
3: gonna tell you right now what they're being taught now this is something I, I I really hate. These children who are wearing these tiny pieces of clothing, okay? If mm. you're wearing booty shorts, you've been, been working at a, at a a roller skating rink, okay? A grown person. That's what you. <laughs> that's, that's what you wear. That. No, I'm seeing booty shorts on little tiny girls. And when you have booty shorts on, what's around the corner? Twerking.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's that. Not good. I mean, uh, can you say bad parenting? But anyway, moving along. (laughs) Because we could go uh, down a uh, whole path there, which I just don't want to take the... uh the next hour talking about, because it's just, it was disgusting uh, to see, and uh, those parents should be ashamed of themselves. The schools need to be ashamed of themselves for allowing that kind of crap. But look, we're all locked in, we're all locked down, and uh, coronavirus free, I hope, for uh, everybody here. Uh, Anybody got the the nosy, uh, the runny nose? No?
3: Nope. Everybody good? Nope.
0: All right, nobody... Nobody's touched any surfaces or gone to the bathroom excessively for like three minutes and made it back (laughs) an incredible amount of time. No, No. okay, okay. (laughs) Okay, we're going to talk about some uh, interesting entertainment stuff. I got a a couple of articles that I pulled out of The Wazoo, known as SuperheroHype.com. One is uh, Dwayne Johnson and Emily Blunt reteaming for... Ball and Chain, and we're going to talk about that in a minute. Uh, One of our uh, favorites, at least uh, one of my favorite directors recently uh, for the stuff he's done, Taika Waititi uh, will co-write and direct, get this guys, a new Star Wars movie.
4: I'm out.
0: Officially. We're going to
1: have some words about that because he's... That Thor movie is not a favorite of mine whatsoever.
0: Well, we'll, we'll get to that we'll in a second. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also, the Mandalorian season two adds uh, director, and I'm going to uh, go over who they added in a minute when we talk about that. Uh, Mandalorian season one was amazing. Yes. Okay. And uh, Taita Watiti, Taiga Watiti, he directed one of the uh, better episodes, by the way, and he voiced the robot that everybody loved. Mm-hmm. which wasn't saying much because he didn't really say much but it still was pretty cool uh also sylvester stallone says he's working on a big sequel and it's not well, ramble not 37. Ramble, no no it's not ramble 37
2: sucks.
0: no well <laughs> you don't like the whole mexican cartel angle with uh you know the the whole spanish novella type of you know feel to it
5: I didn't like that the whole movie dragged <laughs> ass until like the last fifteen minutes where everything <laughs> happened really
2: fast over
5: <laughs> quickly. <laughs> well the well, character old, development. man. It wasn't yeah. character development Oscar. It's a Rambo movie. It's not it's not about a character, it's about a guy walking around killing people. I mean that's what the, the, the entire genres
1: the not the entire know, we don't to same the same theme constantly. We it was a refreshing change of pace that he actually took took his time violence, it, so I, I totally you enjoy say it.
5: So. I'd watch it. <laughs> I'd rather watch The Bloodfather with Mel Gibson if I want to watch a movie on that subject matter.
0: The, <laughs> the Bloodfather with Mel Gibson? I don't remember that you one. i have
5: never seen that one. It's a lot like um, Rambo 6, but instead of having all the action at the end, has action all the way through it with character development. Imagine
1: that, Oscar. Oh my Amazing. goodness.
0: You did, not, you, on, uh, you did not... Hold on. You did not find
1: comment on it unfortunately Ah,
0: hold on alpha you did not find it heartwarming the bad acting of the young mexican actress in the last rambo movie with her grandmama and the spanish that really resembled broken spanish even though they're supposed to be mexicans you did not find that just incredible oscar worthy not not the Wolf. the the academy award worthy (laughs) It was incredibly oh, yeah. funny, I guess. Like, yeah,
5: I, 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 there were some chuckles at the at the st- the very stiff acting. I would say from most of the Latinos. It's funny because there's so many like really good Latin actors out there. I don't know like why they couldn't find a couple for that movie.
0: The bad know, guys are cool, like the though. Same
1: debate over the Godfather Three were where the daughter of the director was claimed to have been a bad actress in the movie, which I I would debate anybody from here to. Until hell freeze over, I thought she did a great job.
2: She's a um, wonderful
1: director, horrible actress. Off, she, de- she was very good in that movie for what the, she did exactly I, what the character <laughs> called for. a Naive. Personally,
0: character. I like the Godfather Three. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. Godfather
1: Three is a masterpiece. I like. I that. love it. A, a mask. Okay. I'm just
0: gonna,
5: <laughs> let, that, I'm just gonna let
0: that lie. It, it, it I think Johnny is going with like an masterpiece. masterpiece. <laughs> <laughs> there's, few, uh, there's
1: few films that Francis Ford Coppola has directed that have been crap. I can't. I have, like Twix? I, like, I Twix haven't was, seen. I have not seen Twix. <laughs>
0: uh, I ate a couple uh, of Twix uh, a couple, couple days Dr. ago.
1: Murrow, I would say, uh, I don't know Dr. Moreau was not directed by Francis Ford Coppola. Yeah, it was. was it? No, it was not. <laughs> I was pretty sure that was one of his. I know he did Twix. Mm-hmm. That was oh, Island of Doctor Moreau was not a Francis Ford Coppola film. Richard Stanley was direct It was supposed to be directing that film. Then he was taken over by John Frankenheimer,
2: I believe. That's a director
0: of that. Yeah, I do know that they they had problems on the set. I actually saw a video on YouTube um, and they did mention that uh, they did have problems on the set and director like halfway through they, left or fired yeah, him. I'll,
1: they ousted John Richard Stanley, which is unfortunate, because he, from what I've seen, it would, it would have been a masterpiece, but such is the case.
0: Well, that's a movie that really should uh, get remade, and really given a proper treatment, because they had such a, an amazing, uh, you know, ensemble cast, uh, besides, you know, the great late Marlon Brando, you had Val Kilmer in there, and they couldn't get a good performance out of him.
1: Yeah, Marlon Brando's problem was, was he always chewed up the scenery a, lot of, a fair amount of time. If a director didn't control that actor, he would just run through the scenery like you know he was munching on popcorn.
3: That was
0: the yeah. <laughs> Well, he probably was. <laughs> he was very
3: difficult on set. And for that movie, yeah, I, was told, I, I, I heard that they were both very difficult on set, but he just could not outdo uh, Brando.
0: <laughs> no nobody could i mean brandon remember he's the guy who went in to play superman's dad in a very small movie and like they were like saying that he was like the biggest like issue during the whole production and they were they're were, like Dude, they're playing jorrell for like five minutes relax
1: yeah he wanted to play jorrell as a suitcase as far as i read so that's, he, that's at that's one point yes
0: <laughs> That'll make sex with uh, Superman's mom very difficult if he's a suitcase. Like, <laughs> He was the head of the whole transgender community, I think, back in the 70s. Like, you know what? One day, one day, somebody's going to have sex with luggage. <laughs>
1: that, that's more
5: like uh, other kind or, um, what's it called, pan, than, say, like, actual trans. Have sex or- that's or very there's the other kind fluid. Of people who think that they're like part animal or they're tree people and stuff? I'd say that that kind of qualifies more into that other kind. Like, oh, the suitcase. Like, yeah, that, that's other kind. <laughs>
0: <laughs> be I made her enough so she couldn't refuse. I said I was made of leather.
5: Oh, the oh, the suitcase. Okay, I wanna, I wanna handle and people carrying me around. It's gonna be wonderful. Yeah, It'll awesome. have lead.
0: You won't be able to see through it, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> Let's and see who does up. the best, Brando uh, Zod. Any uh, shot of Brando there? <laughs> uh,
4: no, no, thank you.
0: <laughs> see, he he doesn't want to like completely destroy his uh, credibility.
1: Uh-oh. Let me give a shot here. Let me try it all too. Let's try it to get him.
0: Everybody too. mute. Let's yeah. hear the wolf.
1: I bequeath you, my son was made of leather. Carl <laughs> That was pretty bad. Wow. <laughs> that was pretty
0: bad. Yeah,
3: that, 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 was pretty should, bad. Uh,
0: that was a what movie was I mean, that was not a Superman line. <laughs> <That definitely, laughs> Somewhere Christopher Reeve is going, that's messed up, man. Uh, he's turning over in his grave somehow. Like even though he can't move, poor guy. That, he's dead, that was a but... pretty decent Sir Lawrence Olivier though, Oscar. I'll give you that. You were Yes. <laughs> very good Johnny Alpha for the ad That That's good of you.
1: That is not one of my talents is to imitate voices. I can't do it for damn, so
0: <laughs> <laughs> The wolf is not a good impersonator. Not at all. (laughs) Well, gentlemen, we found out that he does not have a certain skill after all. We thought you were, like, so resourceful for everything.
3: No, imitating voices, sorry. (laughs) Well, you know, you have to come from Juilliard to be on this show. (laughs)
0: Yes. (laughs) Yeah, indeed. (laughs) He sounds like he's from Juilliard sometimes when he, like, lectures us on, like, how wrong we are. (laughs) <laughs> because Henry Cavill is the greatest actor of all times, according to him.
1: Godfather said, 3 is a masterpiece. That's my I never said favorite. I'm getting yeah. the greatest actor. I said he's a very fine actor. I didn't say he's the greatest actor of all time. He's an extraordinary actor, yes.
0: Well, he's an actor. I'll give him that.
1: And he's a fine gentleman as well, so there you go.
0: Hey, I'm not knocking him on uh, on who he is personally. I'm just saying I uh, didn't really dig his uh, Man of Steel.
1: It was magnificent in A Man of Steel. What a, the best Superman ever, period.
0: Uh, oh. Oh. <clears throat> there's there's one, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, George Ree- I mean Christopher Reeves.
1: I I love Christopher Reeves, but sorry, Henry Cabell's much better. Shout out to Reeves.
0: George Reeves also, by the way. Because he, he, he um, was, nothing. they were both were my Superman growing up, because I used to watch the old uh, Superman series, you know, the black and white and then the color uh, correction that they did. Uh, yeah. which I, 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 it was always funny because they never got the, the colors right, quite right the way I would like him for the suit, but it was, it was, uh, pretty, you know, he was pretty good. I mean, for his time, he wasn't in the best shape as Superman, uh, a little pudgy around the waist, but, uh, you know, he had to look and at least he made you believe that, you know, Superman could f- jump out of a, a window and not break his neck
1: and land on a mattress on the other side. Yes.
0: Well, yeah, but we don't know that growing <laughs> up, Oscar. Okay? Jeez, I mean, man. Talk about ruining for like future kids who are going to never watch that. <laughs> As a
1: child, when I watched that film, I immediately knew I like, oh my God, this is this terrible? Because I was a comic book reader from the beginning. And every time i seen an adapted show, you, you look back at that time, those are dark days. The seventies, eighties, those are sixties, fifties. Those are dark days for comic book adaptations. I mean, we don't even need to mention the stupid Adam West series for one thing. God. <laughs>
0: I hey, mean, but they're... back in the day when I was like eight or nine, you know, I used to watch those reruns, and uh, <laughs> they were still terrible. I'm not gonna lie; they were horrible back then too. <laughs> yeah, Adam West show was just not good.
1: Yeah, I remember watching that goofy Spider-Man television series. I was on CBS too. I completely died. I'm like, oh my god, this is the worst thing. They're just making mockery of Spider-Man. Yeah. The Japanese
5: Spider-Man live-action show is actually pretty lit, though. You ever watch that one, Oscar? I've never seen that one. No. Oh,
0: the way to cool. watch it is robot the, the and yeah. The way to watch it is being pretty lit what? too. By the way, Johnny.
1: Uh, so that one <laughs> where he's driving around in a car is that? Then they transition. He's fighting. Oh yeah, I think I've seen scenes of that. Looks. Terrible, <laughs>
0: Spider-Man needs a car, you know. Like, you know, it's he had
1: a doom Buggy in the seventies for a while.
0: <laughs> like Superman needs a jet, you know. Like, yeah, uh, you know, I, uh, my uh, my legs are kind of hurting I don't want to fly today, so I'm gonna take the jet, the super jet. <laughs> That's when Superman got fat and lazy. That's what happened there.
2: <laughs>
0: Superman in his eighties, yeah, I'm gonna take the jet today. I feel like uh, I don't want to like you know stress it out too much for the evildoers. I mean, even, At some point. you been told in
1: the 70s, like the, the Incredible Hulk, you know, that Bill Bixby series was decent, but it was not the Hulk. You know, I wanted to see Hulk pick up a building and throw it around, those kind of things. But, you know, I, <laughs> it's just so disappointing.
0: Every time you mention that series, Oscar, I have flashbacks of uh, a certain dude for Almost Killing Me.
3: Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he almost jacked you up.
0: Well, oh, mean, yeah.
1: Some, something? What happened?
0: Oh, I, that I, you you've never heard that story? Really? No,
1: I love to hear the story.
0: Go ahead. Oh man, uh, I know Zara's probably heard this in, in, in many times. Um, I'm
1: excited. Go ahead. This is, should be fun.
0: It was at a uh, convention uh, for SoFlow Radio. Shout outs to George and uh, and uh, the guys over there. Uh, we did a uh, convention in Orlando where I was invited to go uh because they're having uh you know uh, opening for one of the co-hosts uh just to join up and uh, get a free press pass and going for free and i was like heck yeah and uh so i went and little did i know i ended up being like one of the main people on the air which i was like i didn't really come in for that i didn't think that was going to be the case but George was like no no sit, sit we're gonna have a lot of celebrities and stuff and i was like okay and then uh the other host got kind of mad and well this long story there but the producer who's a lovely lovely gal uh and the wife of the other host who got mad uh she went and uh, tried to recruit you know celebrities we got doug jones remember the uh, the bumper that i got from doug and he's been on my show we've become friends since then he's been on the sh- mm-hmm. you know on jackal's head and all that stuff yeah. uh well that same event uh, Lou Ferrigno was there to promote, you know, what he's working on now, the, you know, the old TV series, all that stuff. And they went up to him and he kind of like went full retarded and he's like, No, I do not do any interviews uh, because, uh, you have to clear it with my people and this and, and we were like, oh, oh, oh. We didn't know he spoke like that for real. We just thought that was like, you know, TV. No, and that, you know, that's kind of how he talks. Now, the reason he speaks of that is because he's hard of hearing. I'm not just mocking yeah. him, I'm, I'm being exactly. honest of what, the way he talks, uh, and literally he was saying that he got to like clear with his you know his people before he does any, any interviews, it, you know, especially something that's going to be recorded on video and yada, yada yada. But he got really upset, you know, like really, really mad, for no reason because you know, we're just fans, you know there's no reason to get upset over it. and uh, funny enough, the first person that came over, a much bigger star. Doug Jones joined us, and he was amazing, you know, because there was a lot of fun on the air, took pictures, hung out for a long time, uh, just an incredible, you know, person to be around, his aura was like all over the place, really, really cool dude, and, uh, you know, I, I can't say enough how nice things about him and his wife and the, the people that were there with him, like, they just all were very, you know, accommodating and, and super, super friendly, um, and I wish that Lou Ferrigno would have been there because I was a big fan of his show in the eighties, you know, and growing up. So yes. I was disappointed when he didn't join the, the, the talking and, uh, or the show, but I was like, okay, I understand, you know, he is hard of hearing for him. Maybe it's a little bit more of a machine and we didn't make a big deal of it. We got a bunch of celebrities on James Hampton, the father from Teen Wolf was on. That was amazing. We, you know, we met a lot of really cool celebrities, um, The last day of the convention, me and a couple of the guys went by the booths, and there's Lou sitting by himself with nobody around. And John Schneider uh, from the Dukes of Hazard in Smallville is, like, on the other side of the room, and he's there, like, wrapping up for the day. And there's a bunch of other booths and all, like, you know, kind of putting their stuff away. And Lou's just sitting there, like, in his booth, like, you know, twiddling his thumbs, like, is anybody else going to ask for an autograph? I don't know. So I'm just going to sit here. And to do my thumbs, So he's just sitting there. So uh, me and uh, uh, a couple of the guys uh, go up to him and like, are uh, like, Mr. Ferrigno, you know, we're from the station. We understand that you don't do interviews uh, without clearing them. But can you say a couple of words for your fans? You know, we're huge fans of yours. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I mean, the world to us, and I had like, a little bit of battery on the camera left. This is a few years ago, so it's not like I had the world's greatest smartphones. You know, uh, we mm-hmm. had just regular handheld cameras and stuff. And uh, literally, I was like on two bars of energy in the on the battery. So I'm there, and I'm you know, i you know, practically I begged him for just a couple of minutes, you know. And he's like, "I don't do producers. I don't do." And he got up like in my face, like he was about to like you know choke slam me to death. <laughs> and now and and I was like, "Oh, I'm sorry. I guess I didn't hear you correctly. It must be hard of hearing because I didn't hear you when you said that you weren't available." My bad, you know, and I said like just joking about his hearing because I know that he's hard of hearing, and <clears throat> and I felt like being kind of a you know an ass about it because he was being an ass, so you know I was like hey two asses let's rub together, and not in a perverted way. <laughs> So I, I I was a little bit of an ass back, he was a little bit of an ass, and then the dude was with me, was like, uh, you know you're about to get your ass kicked by the Incredible Hulk, right? And I was like, yeah, can you pull me away from him because I don't want to die? Because uh, he's still a very large man at 58 or whatever he is now. He's a very big, muscular dude, and for oh, sure yeah. he would have killed me, I mean, without a doubt. He would have choke slammed me, body slammed me. You know, it would pinched me and I would have just like passed out and then or started crying with a little girl. Uh, but I either way,
4: would like, I would just like to add, Jackal, to that just just one little brief anecdote. Uh, the other day I watched uh, the Lou Ferrigno version of Her- Hercules from 1983, and there's a scene in it where Hercules picks up this bear and throws him into outer space. And I thought about you at that moment, thinking he's going <laughs> to me <laughs> you know, that made me think of this that, It's so funny that you that this story came up today Because I, I, I just thought about that Like two days ago So I so you, wanted to ask that
0: was That's funny. great timing Bud Zodrader, there you go That's a, <laughs> Yeah, that probably would have happened too Like You yeah, want to see he me got uh,
4: really, He got real
3: he lifted up the bear and he threw him in the face
0: <laughs> I'm, not as big of the, I'm not as big as I'm not as big as that bear is, uh, I'm sure. But I'll tell you this much: if he had no problems with the bear, I was would have so, been a goner. Well, look, I would have been a goner. So are, are
3: you telling me uh, this is why they say don't go full retard?
0: Yes, and apparently he decided to go full retard. And uh, as I'm backing out of uh, an ass whooping because I, I saw it coming. Uh, you know, I see out of the corner of my eye, I see John Schneider just losing it in the corner laughing his ass off because he's seen the whole thing. And he's, like, cracking up like there's no tomorrow. Like, oh, man, look at this. He's about to get killed. <laughs> like, you know, I can just hear, like, the the old Dukes of Hazzard themes or, like, you know, Smallville, somebody save me. Like, I can hear that just plain. As I see John Schneider, like, laughing at me, and I'm like, oh, this mother... He's, uh, Jonathan Kent is laughing at me. That's not cool, man. I got the Incredible Hulk Horse to beat my ass, and I got John Kent wanting to, to laugh at me like, <laughs> how much can a fanboy's life suck right now? Like, that was my whole thing. So, I, you know, I back up, and I I skedaddle my way out of there. And, yes, I used the word skedaddle. Uh, And I I walked away, and then uh, I, you know, walked towards where John Schneider was because I figured at least he'll be safe and he's not angry. And with, like, one bar of battery left because I forgot to turn the uh, camera off. You know, I wasn't recording, but I didn't have it on. Uh, I did have it on, I mean, and uh, John's like, man, you avoided an ass kicking, and I'm like, yeah, no, no kidding, I got. I thought I was dead, and he's like, yeah, you're lucky, and I go, can I get a bumper for my show, at least from you, because you seem to be having a good time with this, and sure enough, he was like, yeah, no problem. And he gave me a bumper for Inside the Jackal's Head, which I I still brag about and and use it from time to time. He was really nice. I was like, man, Mr. Kent? And he goes, "Uh, Schneider. And I'm like, "Uh, yeah, yeah, Mr. Kent. Uh, I wish I could (laughs) have... I, I wish I could have more battery on my phone, on my, uh, on my camera, so I could, you know, record uh, some, you know, words from you, or give you quick, he goes, oh, it's okay, at least I got your, you know, your bumper, and uh, we talked for a couple minutes, he was a really nice dude, I mean, John Steiner's tremendously uh, nice in person, uh, everybody there was nice, except for Lou Ferrigno,
2: <laughs>
0: except for one incredible Hulk.
4: You just gotta book things a year in advance. That's the moral of the story. There, I mean, come on, man. Everybody's got their procedure. <laughs>
0: At least I didn't end up in outer space.
4: Well, that
1: that that's, that's true. <laughs> I gotta see that movie. I've never. I don't think I've ever seen that.
4: Please, yeah, he literally lifts up a bear, like a big, like a big ferocious bear, <laughs> and throws it into outer space. It's incredible, Oscar. That's it's that's an that that is an
1: Italian movie,
2: correct? <laughs>
4: Yeah. Yes, sir. Oh,
1: I, you know, I gotta see that. I've, uh, Italian you know, low-budget movies are classics. <sighs>
0: leave it to the Italians that. to come up with something like that, I right? The, I give the director <laughs> a moment here.
1: I gotta, I gotta, I gotta see Francis
0: that. Ford Coppola. Oh,
1: it's Luigi, Luigi Cozzi. <laughs> oh, that fool! Star Crash. <laughs> oh. With him?
2: Oh. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Apparently yeah, I'm the only one who doesn't know who this guy is. Uh, Johnny Alpha, are you backing me up on this one, or you know who he is?
1: Do what now? Yeah. He directed um, yeah. Star Crash. Star mm-hmm. Crash with Caroline Monroe. So.
3: Yeah, I'm not a big mm. movie aficionado, but I do not know that
0: one. Nope. <laughs> yeah. star, star what?
3: Star Crash.
1: With
0: David oh, see, I- I- Star released crashing.
1: in nineteen seventy nine, I believe.
0: Nineteen
2: seventy nine?
4: Yes.
0: Star yes. Crash. I guess there's a lot of uh movies and uh and stuff with Star in it after Star Trek and Star Wars. Yeah,
1: up huh? right after Star Wars everybody was jumping on the
4: bandwagon, of course.
0: These are like the first yeah, that came she, out in seventy eight and Star Wars in seventy seven. Yeah,
4: it came out the very next year, so it was you know it was trying kind of, to cash in on the, you Wars. Know, the
1: movie. That Hercules movie must be hilarious because it, when that the is, Italians when the Italians ripped off all the George Romero zombie movies, they created such epic, instant, unintentionally humorous classics. I mean, that's why I've been posting all these things on Facebook here. They're hilarious.
2: Well, Dude, I'm, li- I'm not looking entirely at Entirely
5: true. Um, the Lucio Fucci movie Zombie was actually supposed to be a sequel. They just couldn't get it cleared with, um, I forget the name of the company that um, did Dawn of the Dead, but it was supposed to be kind of a loose sequel to that. That's why it was called Zombie with an I originally, like how it was titled in Italy. Well, it's called Lucio Fucci in is it. Italy. So. Ucci yeah. And
2: Lucio a... Fucci
5: is, is good friends with George Romero. Uchi, and, like, they, Uchi, yeah, worked yeah, with Cucci. Yeah. You don't know who Luz, Lucho Fulci is? He's like one yeah, of oh, the it? horror icon. I am talking to Jackal, well, not you, Oscar. I know you know. Who is. Yeah. <laughs> I have he no directed clue. The Beyond. <laughs> oh, he, directed the, he directed The Beyond, House by the Cemetery, um, City of the Dead. I mean, he's, he's an icon if you like horror, especially splatter horror, giallo horror.
0: Gelatin horror. I'm not talking about. <laughs> I call I'm, uh, him
5: giallo horror. Man, you are so uncultured. I swear to God, it, man. It, Just go watch I, Scream. I yeah, hey, hey, I
0: love Scream. Yeah, baby! I'll be right back! <laughs> Matthew Lillard is very underrated. Anywho, I'm looking at the poster for this Star Crash movie, and check this out. From a vast and distant galaxy. <laughs> Gee, I wonder what they're trying to rip off here. A space <laughs> adventure for all time. Star Crash. And you actually have a dude on the poster. It looks like Luke Skywalker, but in red. Uh, you have a, a, a chick who looks like uh, Princess Leia from Return of the Jedi. I wonder where that's where George got the whole outfit oh, from.
5: you want to you want to see the ultimate awesome Star Wars ripoff? You got to check out a Japanese movie called Message from the Stars. Oh yes, yeah.
4: I was just going to mention that. Yes, that yeah. is Such that a, is the
5: iconic most amazing. I think Star it's Wars actually rip-off. called
1: Message from Space. I think that's what that's it's
5: called. A, Message from Space, my bad, yeah, is one of the, something like that. But yeah, that's it, it is so good, like the um, the Shogun, Samurai, Darth Vader character and everything, man, it's just, it's badass. It's,
2: it, it's actually an art in, form of uh, its own.
4: The dude in the Star Cra- uh, Crash comer- uh, poster, uh, Jackal, is in red, that's David Hasselhoff's character.
0: No kidding, they hassled the Hoff in this? Yes,
1: <laughs> yeah, okay. He's in it, yes he is.
0: Well then, I gotta watch this. I mean, one of the greatest cinematic worst actors of all time. Gotta watch it. (laughs) (laughs) He is so good at being bad. uh, It's amazing.
3: uh, Episodes here. You're talking about that.
0: What come again? Like the Uh, what happened
3: to to us watching movies and critiquing uh, live?
0: Oh, we'll be doing that. uh, We'll we'll do that. Yeah, well, we we do that once in a while. We're
4: going uh, to do that on the on the cast on the cast app. We do that every now and then.
0: Yep. And remember, there has to be movies coming out in the theaters. <laughs> it's not very many because <laughs> you know we're on lockdown. Um, and also, by the way, moving off from this poster, one last thing I have to say here: I love the uh, Boba Fett Retardo Montaban looking thing here. Um, <laughs> You see the way this looks; it's it's pretty hysterical. Like you can tell, they're like, uh, "You remember that deleted scene with that one guy, and he's gonna come on the future movies. It looks like Boba Fett. We're gonna call them; sure they're gonna call him Boba Fett. Uh, let's make somebody look just like that, but retarded."
2: <laughs>
0: wow. And I use that term because it's set in seventy-eight, when it was still PC. Okay, to use the term retarded.
3: I use it all the time. I, I will never uh, stop using my word. So if I love it, like that. Love that uh, you can go f yourself.
0: Yes, violently. By the way, <laughs> with no Vaseline.
3: You Just, do
1: have freedom of mm. freedom of speech and expression. So by all means, go ahead.
0: So, Star Crash, nineteen seventy-eight. That's right. Go watch it. Go really big. I,
1: I highly recommend it.
0: It's gotten four out of ten stars on IMDb. It must yeah. be a masterpiece.
5: <laughs> it's definitely up there with Godfather 3 in the masterpiece department. Oh, come fair. on now.
2: Ah,
0: <laughs> that's, a cheap, that's a low blow in for you, Johnny. Come on. That's, uh,
2: that's how dare up. you insult in France.
0: Check before. out this cast. Uh, Caroline Monroe, Marjo Gord- Gardner. Uh, yeah, he was cursive- a from the
1: from the south. He was an act, a preacher-turned-actor. He was
0: uh-huh. foot of the gods, also. I've no, him. Christopher Plummer and uh, Robert Tezier, Joe Spinell, Nadia Cassini, Joe Hamilton, Hamilton Camp, and uh, David Hasselhoff. They did Hasselhoff, and he played Prince Simon. Uh, Joseph,
1: <clears throat> Joe Spinell was a notorious actor that played the title role in Maniac, also.
0: And they had Queen Corelia. Mm-hmm. Corelia. Yeah. Queen. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, and they had Christopher Plummer playing the Emperor.
1: That's right.
0: Gee. You think yeah, this well, is well, well, a ripoff? It's not <laughs> like
5: Emperor was a new term when George Lucas used it. I mean, come on. Like, that's gonna... You can't get but, mad at him for that terminology.
0: It's, but it's nobody like used it better than Palpatine. I'm just saying. Just saying. Well they,
4: well, they could have called them. They could have called them Emperor Ovaltine, and nobody
0: would have known. You know, <laughs> that. that would have been great.
4: Because because Ovalt- Ovaltine was popular back then. So
0: yes, it's like you, you know you had Yoda and then you had yogurt. Yogurt the wise. Yogurt the amazing. Please, 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 just plain old yogurt. You know. <laughs> now, I, I got a
5: question though. Did anybody else watch the um, new Netflix movie, Extraction, with Chris Hemsworth? I mean, was uh,
1: anybody else blown away by that?
0: that I've seen it. I
1: loved it. it. I
0: loved it. Yes. I Excellent movie. The editing Excellent.
1: was uh, remarkable in that movie.
0: The, the, the fight yeah.
1: scenes are,
5: are unreal, man. Like Ridiculous. If you guys wanted to yep. see, like, John Wick mixed with um, something like Strike Back, it's oh, yeah. like, the perfect film for you. It's And plus, like, I've always liked Hemsworth. I've always thought he was, like... Charmingly doofus in most things I've seen him in, but in this film, he sold me that he can actually be a really strong, serious um, action lead. I mean, he kicked mad ass in this film. Played like this guy living to die perfectly. I was I was utterly blown away by his performance. Which yeah, it was is cool. He was definitely because excellent, no doubt. That
4: could that could be why they're rushing the sequel into production. Yeah. Well, the good Would it thing about theaters, is though, it's
5: based off of one of the worst graphic novels I've ever read, which is really cool really? that they were able to turn it around into like a really good film.
0: That rarely happens because usually, good you know, novels become bad movies, and they don't <laughs> right? turn bad novels into good movies. That's just that's like re- retarded reverse. Yeah, well, I mean, cause... dyslexic retarded. Well,
1: most of the time, uh, bad mo- <laughs> bad movies are made from from great novels as unfortunate but they Yeah, that's what can't I capture yeah. writers the writer's magic in a movie so that's the unfortunate truth. Well
5: the cool thing still... is, is
1: the people that worked on the graphic
5: novel are the same people who made the film. So it's almost like they listened to the criticism from the graphic mm. novel and they reversed it all to actually make a decent film because all the problems with the comic we're missing, which I, I utterly adore. I think that that's really cool that they were able to evolve their project and didn't just try to make what they originally did. They actually made something superior because the Russos and uh, the guy that directed it wrote the graphic novel.
0: Is- yeah, yeah. And Extraction Two has already been announced, so uh, it's going to happen. And uh, man, yeah, it was. You, you know, it's funny though. He's been in you know good movies that just for whatever reason have flopped. I don't know about you guys, uh, but the uh, Red Dawn movie he did uh, a couple years ago, I like that movie. Did you guys ever see that?
1: I, uh, I can stand that movie, sorry. Never. Yeah. Uh,
0: well. I, 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 like the,
5: I like the original, even though it's a bit thrown down. I thought it was good.
2: <laughs>
5: <laughs> well, see, he was, wanna... still, he was still doing his big doofus thing where he was kind of just lovable and dumb. Like in this, he actually like plays a, a, an emotional character. You know, it, it, it it's kind of a different, completely different role than I've ever seen him take on, even in stuff like Red Dawn. So,
1: that's yeah. kind of the neat thing about Red Dawn was Red Dawn was made before he became, you know, he was casting in the role of Thor also, so.
0: Yeah, well, yeah. I, I liked Red Dawn. Whatever. Yeah, and
1: also, uh, The Cabin in the Woods was also. That's,
2: that's
0: no
1: around
2: that time. That he was, was good no in good.
1: That, but he was barely <laughs> in it, too, which is... Kind of sad because he was actually really funny in that. I, I, I have a, I have a great story here, if you guys will indulge me here about Chris Hemsworth. This is um.
0: Knock yourself was the, out.
1: Okay, thanks. <laughs> well, as, as you, everybody knows, I'm a professional photographer, so I I was at the Sony the Sony Awards, right? The I believe the um, was what was that award show called? Oof, oh God. Anyway, this was right before the Academy right
0: before, Awards. The what? Because like the Oscars, the Academy? No, it was the oh the video game. <laughs> So the VGAs, the video games. Oh, one of the ones that don't mean anything. I got you. Go ahead.
1: Well, it was a great event with a lot of celebrity <laughs> talent that walked the red carpet. So whether it meant anything or not, it was great for
0: us. Well, you, for get, you get that at Madonna's house on a regular night. It <laughs> <laughs> doesn't mean anything either.
2: I'm
1: <laughs> just saying. Anyway, this, this, was the, this was the period before Thor was was out, and he was barely cast in a row. And, and um, not to insult my fellow photographers, but when he – he was hustled through the red carpet line. No photographer paid attention to this poor guy. and His, and his agent just walked him through. Nobody took pictures of him. I knew who he was because I already knew he was cast as Thor. So I ran out of the line and I started, you know, I just grabbed him and said, hey, you know what, that's, that was pretty insulting that nobody took a picture of you, but I would love for you to, if you could pose for me a couple of pictures because I know Thor's going to make you a superstar. You could mark my words. You're going to be, well, the next time you're on a red carpet, everybody's going to be going bananas. And he thanked me and he was a, such a gentleman. He was like, hey you may really made my night and of course I'll pose for you as long as you like. So I took, I took the first series of pictures of, of him before he, before he gained fame as Thor. So it was a great moment for me and I was shocked by these other photographers that supposedly keep up to date on the business but obviously
2: they don't. So.
0: That's yeah. weird because he had, wasn't that like right after he did the George, uh, George Kirk uh, Star Trek uh, role and in- uh, right uh, around that time, two well, thousand nine-ish. Was, on there, it was.
2: Um, let's
1: see, Thor. Thor was came out in two thousand and twelve. Was it or two thousand
4: eleven? Uh, Twenty eleven.
0: Yeah. Twenty
1: eleven. Okay. Yeah. Twenty eleven. He was in Star Trek. In 2009. Two thousand nine. He, despite that role, he there was no photographers there that even paid attention to him, which shocked me, and i be wow. Was, he was, I had this humorous shots where his, his agent is hustling him through the line. It's this weird shot; she's she's literally pushing him, literally pushing him behind everybody. that's posing in front of the red carpet. It broke my heart to see that. But uh, so I ran after him. I said, "Oh, here's a good opportunity for me to jump in on, jump in on this actor here before he's a big
0: hit, big star." So, that's shocking so because that, that George do? Kirk was it's huge. Everybody, what that hold on, on. To Everybody was talking about like that role, like you know that he played George Kirk. Uh, when he when the movie came out, like that was a big deal. Everybody loved him in that movie, so that's shocking.
1: It was. Uh, believe me, I was shocked. I'm shocked, more shocked thinking about this story now than I was even back then. It's just so hard to believe. Yeah. And what does it do for a photographer? Well, does it that actually, give
3: you some extra prestige or something? It gives you and not only
1: prestige, but it may you get more money because you have some of the first shots of him on a red carpet, yeah,
3: things
1: like that. So you're 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 basically able to see into the future of this. Actor, and so that gives you that that image is worth more to you know the outlets and have you. What yeah, mean. no kidding. Sorry, if oh, you okay. go ahead,
0: uh, I cut you off there early on.
1: So that's what so that's what it basically means, and it was an exciting moment for me because I, I knew he looked he already looked the role of Thor, and I thought it is the perfect casting right here, and you know despite the action and everything else, I thought he would be incredible as Thor because he had that heavy Australian accent of his when he was talking to me.
0: Oh so. yeah, well, he's an actor that could overcome that, V. Yeah of Watch course, him? but
1: it was oh, just yeah. a it was just an amazing moment. I mean, it's just the surrealistic moments in my career as a photographer, that one
5: moment. Yeah, no there.
0: kidding. No kidding.
1: And I, I, I've never heard anything bad about him.
5: I've heard he's just genuinely pleasant to anybody and everybody that comes up to him, which you know kind of has earned him a lot in my book. I, I yeah, really he's a,
1: great, he's a great guy. Very tall.
5: <laughs> yeah, that's that's another yeah. thing I hear he, enormous he's like a
1: tree of a human being just <laughs> like, he <laughs> completely towered over me thought, Oh, this guy's going to break me in two here or something but he is fine
3: <laughs> see now you should take that situation and be like hey Lou Fregno this is how you're supposed to act this is how you're supposed to look
0: <laughs> yes there you go
3: exactly
0: Yeah. you know if nobody's paying attention if somebody wants your attention and you know and let's just be honest Lou you know, it's been uh, a long time since uh, you've been in a, a hit TV series or, you know, movie. or So, I mean, at that point, he should have, like, wanted... See, that. I don't get that about some celebrities. Like, you know, when they get to that point, like, you should want more attention. You get, you know, you get relevant again. And you could, you know, put yourself out there. Sure, you know, people could start, you know, putting you back and stuff. I remember when Ray Parks, who played Darth Maul, like, you know, did that, you know, the, that performance in The Phantom Menace. Uh, he went... Kind of back to his old life a little bit, and then he said, "You know what? I want to, you know, do more and more stuff." And he did what Mortal Kombat. And he He started doing more stuff, uh, you know, martial arts stuff and movies. Yeah, and
4: he actually does. He actually does all the, did all the martial arts choreography for um, Darth Maul for this season yeah. of the Clone Wars. And if you haven't checked that out, I highly recommend it. I mean, the Clone Wars is a phenomenal show, and it finished it up yeah. amazing. He's yeah. done some
5: cool stuff since then too. He was um, one of, he did a really good fight against Jackie Chan in a movie called Beautiful, it was a Hong Kong yes. movie, Jackie Chan movie. They kick each other's ass on a boat. Um, yep. That's that that's the high quality of like a martial artist, in my opinion. If they yep. put you in a fight, get a big fight in a movie against Jackie or Sammo or something like that, that means that you're actually legit. So yep. That that was pretty cool and then he was really good in the first expendable film. He was barely in it, but the few shots you got of him, he was actually pretty cool and he was like gut punching um a uh, sly and stuff. I thought I thought he played that part pretty
0: good. He was down here in Wizard World in 2011 when we uh, did the uh convention there. And a gentleman in person, I got to like briefly meet him, and really, really, really nice. So, he, of course, he has the accent, so you don't think Darth Maul when you when you speak to him, but you can <laughs> see the face and the expression. And you're like, oh man, you're a Sith Lord
2: under all that. <laughs> and and I was
0: kind of geeking out, but it was like very brief. But he was a very gentleman, he was very generous, like the audience and everybody, he was very giving. And we could kind of like see like you know, the way he would treat people, and just you know, very, very nice. He gave free. Autographs the kids and all kinds of you know really cool things, and then you know we overheard him and we asked him a few questions and he you know one thing he said was that after you know kind of taking some time off he realized that uh, he really liked acting and being around fans and, and, and enjoyed the process and that's something he wanted to do more and more of and uh, you know he he does a lot of choreographing and like I said did some you know be stuff but I mean this is a dude who really should get more. You know, doors open to him. He's he's a very talented, very nice, genuine guy, who is a, a extremely tar- you know talented uh, martial artist. I mean, if you're going to put people in the, you know some of these superhero movies, how come nobody's knocked at Ray Park store? I mean, he's he's perfect for a lot of these movies. What? what yeah, because yeah, he's
5: because he's short. They don't they don't hire short people. Stallone is like idea. five he's not foot not
0: one. Like... <laughs> he's, yeah, you know, but Ray
5: Park's even short than that, man, he's a little tiny French guy, dude. He's he's like five something. Uh, I'm just saying that, that there's this perception that Hollywood has, and right now they're hiring giant ass dudes to play all these superhero roles. Like uh, that's why people are so surprised that they hired Paul Rudd and Robert Downey Jr. for their roles because they're mm. actually not trees of people. Like, um, and so like Ray Parks, um, I don't know. I, they could have got him to maybe play like Batroc the Leaper instead of George St. Pierre in Cap mm-hmm. 2, but that's probably one of the only roles I could see him playing because, like you said, he has a really, really thick French accent that he has a very hard time covering up.
0: Yeah, that's the only issue with him. But, I mean, if you see him in person, you hear him talking, uh, you know, in English, you know, you, the accent is there, but he's just, uh, you know, once you get past that, he's a very, very nice guy. and uh, no, The yeah, accent, awesome. it's not a... He's not, that's not like, I don't think that will be a, a complete disaster. You put him in, like, any big movies, like, he could play, uh, you know, one of the, yeah, like, he could have played one of the henchmen, like, in a, a Bourne uh, identity movie or, you know, in any of these action movies, like, with uh, John Statham or, you know, the Fast and the Idiots or whatever those, you know, <laughs> racing movies are. Yeah. The, the Fast and the Retards, you know, like, a, oh, the, any number of these movies, those, no, no. <laughs> No, I'll, Oscar, I will not indulge you in those movies.
5: The Fast and the Furious movies are masterpieces.
0: <laughs> For the masterpiece, they do what they're supposed to do. They're,
3: the they're masterpieces have. of,
0: yeah. yes. Yes, human estimate. People, so. The yeah. only good one was Tokyo Drift, and I'm sticking to that, because I actually like uh, drifting. One, three, five and parts of six were really good. Well, Whatever. All I got to say is, I'm not a fan. <laughs> But leading uh leading off of that, uh, let's jump into one of the stories here because I don't know how you guys feel about uh Dwayne the Roca Johnson, as we like to call him in our language. La Roca. That means the rock guys. Dwayne Johnson. You got the you know, the rock
1: I was completely lost, I had no idea who you were talking about. La piedra the man
0: well, exactly. you call exactly. him the Piedra, la Roca, you, you can call anything, <laughs> yeah, la Piedra. That almost sounds like something you like, you smoke. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's exactly what he was to be known for, but it says, although Dwayne Johnson and Emily Blunt's Jungle Cruise team-up has been pushed back to 2021, the duo are already planning their next big project, and Deadline is uh, reporting that the actor will co-star in Ball and Chain based on the comic of the same name. You like that rhyme there? And it says here, Scott Lobdell, uh, Ale, that's my A.L. Uh, Garza and Richard Bennett uh, published Ball and Chain through the uh, Homage Comics in uh, an imprint of Wildstorm. I'm, I'm sure John knows about this in 1999. The four issue miniseries centered on Edgar and Mallory Bolson, an unhappily married couple nearing a divorce when a meteor strike gave them superhuman abilities. Johnson and Blunt... It sounds like a, a stoner movie, in itself. Uh, we'll play Edgar and Mallory in the film. How do you guys feel about that, Johnny? I'm um, sure you know about this uh, comic book uh, imprint. Well, it's, it's based off
5: of a bad '90s comic, which is perfect. So, like, they don't have to worry about um, things like. Um, Retconning or completely changing things because nobody really cares about it, which is pretty cool. Or anybody
3: actually even knowing what the hell it is.
5: Well, Some of of, of Homage's comics have carried on and became really popular, like stuff like some of Warren Ellis' stuff like Red, which became a DC comic because Wildstorm got folded into that. That became a pretty popular film series. Uh, You got um, stuff like Astro City. So some of Homage's books have become pretty popular, but something like Ball and Chain, like Scott Lobdell, he got notoriety for writing X-Men, and that's pretty much it. He kind of works at DC now, writing like Red Hood. I think is the last thing I saw him on. He's he's decent enough, but he's one of them guys that like he really liked big, buff, um, Rob Liefeld looking um, art in his heyday, which is when this book came out. So um, I don't know. I guess the Rock totally fits that aesthetic. He's got the Rob Liefeld drawn look to him. Um, I don't know. It sounds like good casting, and it sounds like a decent thing to take and just to be able to do whatever you want with it. Because I don't think that there's an onboard fan base that's going to get pissed if they if they completely change everything. So, it, it is what it is. Whatever this film comes out as, you know what I mean. Which is good for the people making it, because because so, that's one of the worst things you can have is you know a pissy fan base. That's all, that's ingrained to the bone,
0: and you know what I mean? They, they do work well together, though, the, La Roca and Emily Blunt. you know, How Johnson do you know and Blunt. their
5: first movie hasn't even come out yet? It just got pushed back.
0: No, but they, they have, like, no, they, but the, they look like they have good chemistry. And I've seen some, like, you know, like, video stuff, you know, like, on YouTube. Uh, they're in action, and they have, like, good chemistry between them. I mean, you know, I think it'll work.
3: Yeah, well, what, well. What, what woman doesn't have good chemistry with The Rock? <laughs>
0: Rosie <laughs> O'Donnell. Well, they, uh, uh, Stephanie Dave, McMahon. They don't Rosie O'Donnell. Uh,
4: Dave, yeah, Dave Batista had good chemistry with that little girl in that My Spot movie. I can't remember her name.
0: Dave Batista, well, you know, he's uh, one of James Gunn's boys. And, you know, they like the uh, little kid. Well, never mind. Okay. I'm just saying. <laughs> We're not going to go there on this show. You don't but, want uh, that
2: one, uh, huh?
1: No. We, don't no. to, we don't need to rehash those things.
0: No, 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 no. <laughs> but that, uh, I mean, just, you know, the you just like Emily Blunt, she's not putting any butts in seats. But I'll tell you this much, uh, The Rock uh, does. Uh, and uh, at least this will break $100 million. So, I mean, for a our, our comic book line that wasn't that good to begin with in a small chain comic book series, that's going to be pretty good for them. That's a win. If it ever comes out in theaters.
5: Yeah, I think it's made, you know what I mean. Like, if it these gets made, get announced all the time and um, just get dumped. I mean, like, like how many times is like they came out with Black Adam news with the Rock? Oh, we're finally going to make it, and like vaporware, man. Like, I, I. Am well, a- that was cool. going
0: into production, and everybody got locked in because of Corona. So, go figure on that one. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know? Um, but that would, that's actually legit happening. And uh, another thing that's legit happening. We're we'll gonna come back with more news after we hit a commercial break, and uh, we'll be back uh, within about uh, let's say two or three minutes, uh, gentlemen. You guys ready for break? No, maybe. That's oh, absolutely. Oh yes. I know some of us might have to go and uh, drop another dumpling because <laughs> <laughs> there's no way that happened in three minutes, man. That just. It... <laughs> Not, not, I'm not believing it. It's just not possible. We'll be yeah, back, it's everybody. Good. It's
3: completely possible. Drop a deuce on the deuce.
0: There you go. <laughs> Drop a deuce. We'll be back <laughs> in the deuce. On the round table. With more news. Stick around. Like a sticky, icky, icky butt. And we're back live on the round table right here on psn-radio.com. And right now, also broadcasting over on RBN, and uh, we love uh, the uh, simulcast. It always works out great. If you guys want to join in on the conversation, please do so. Easy to do that. Call in 786-245-8127. That's one of the call-in numbers. You could also look us up on Skype, PSN Radio. Very easy to find, like a D-string up a uh, <clears throat> nice behind where we stay hidden, but not that hard to get at. So just uh, pick it. Dial it, and we'll put you on the line with us. Again, we are going to piggyback off the story we were talking about earlier about the uh, the Blunt and Johnson, or Johnson and Blunt, and uh, whatever way you <laughs> feel about that, Oscar. I don't want to, uh, t- you know, give us two cents about the uh, fine Blunt. It was, I mean. Uh <laughs> I, I was going to say smoke, but, that, actually, you know, yes. Emily right. Blunt can, can carry a movie. In fact, if you remember, she was in
1: Mary Poppins 2, and she was also in The Quiet <laughs> Place, but she did a magnificent did job.
0: Did you just say Mary Poppins?
1: Mary R2. Poppins. R2, oh. Yes. Have, you, have you seen it? Mary Poppins Returns. That no. A very sweet motion picture. Give it a chance.
2: No! <laughs>
1: wow. I, I might
5: check it out. I ended up really loving that Christopher Robin movie with, um, what's his name, Ewan McGregor. So I might maybe like it, I don't know, but you will I like don't it.
3: Have, I, no! I don't like Mary
2: Poppins, well, you, have you really a take Poppins? me back uh,
3: there by me hearing Mary Poppins, not because of the movie, because it was a euphemism for sex back in high school.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she's a, she is a very sweet actress, and she's she's exceptional in practically every role she's been in. Quiet place, we all know that was great. Quiet place, oh in. that she was
0: great, up. yeah.
1: It looks fantastic. So uh, she could definitely carry a movie. I'm not too excited about this ball and shame because the subject matters there's not one thing in that synopsis that would intrigue me. You're basically, have a couple in the middle of a divorce, they gain superpowers, and so they could be fighting each other, flying around, punching each other out, or what's the premise, of how how much further are they going to go with this rather stale idea, so that's just my take on that. Well, this like, like a it's
0: few- more oh.
3: than just, uh, you know, a, a golf club through a windshield. That's
2: true. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. It kind of reminds me of True Lies from the 90s with Arnold, uh, but with, you know, with superpowers. Mm-hmm. Right, or Is my that ex, more or less? my
1: ex super girlfriend, also that one.
5: Yeah, that's what I was gonna. That's what I was thinking of. What was that movie called, The Doom of Thurman? Yeah, the super oh, ex, my ex,
1: my ex super ex girlfriend. Yeah,
0: Oh, that's yeah. Thurman's uh,
3: a lot hotter than this blunt
1: lady.
0: I
3: beg to differ. Sorry.
0: Oh. Okay. Oh, Uma. Oh, my. <laughs> oh my. She no, could no, kill. No. She could kill my bill anytime. No. Way that Uma Thurman,
1: it's, as sweet as she is, looking as beautiful as she is, she, she cannot compare to Emily Blunt.
0: Woof. I beg Sorry. to differ.
1: And I photograph Emily Blunt in person. I know how beautiful she is.
0: I oh, understand. Well, so
3: you're underneath her spell. You know,
1: <laughs> 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 not, not, not underneath anybody's spell. <laughs> just just give me a, car, a cold, hard fact.
0: <laughs> she, we're talking about poison ivy. From a yeah, very bad movie, true. I understand, but uh, that's neither here nor there. Um, you know, forget about the bad nipples for a second. She was hot <laughs> as hot. Poison Ivy. Oh, oh, yeah. If they recast her now as Poison Ivy, I'd be like, I'd give it another chance. She's still gorgeous. I mean, she's like eternal, that, that woman. Uma. Yeah,
1: she's, she is beautiful, but Ab- Emily is much more so.
0: Well, we're going to have we're to wrestle gonna, uh, on that one. I don't
1: know. Yeah. yeah. We're disagree we're not going to get in a,
0: a... No, no. ...girl here. <laughs> 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 the
2: <laughs> gentleman's duel. <laughs> right, yes. Ten, okay. paces. ten paces and see who shoots first.
0: <laughs> I'll be Han Solo, smirched. you be Greedo.
5: you be smirched, <laughs> my love, and we shall
1: sort this out.
0: With I, I swords... Rather, just don't I'd touch rather, tips.
1: I'd rather actually pick up some foyers and fence. That's much better.
0: That's what I was going to say. With swords, uh, just don't touch tips. Oh, f- That's what I'm saying.
2: Fencing,
1: so. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know in fact I know how to fence, actually.
0: I'm sure you do. Just don't touch <laughs> tips.
2: <laughs>
0: That's the one thing you don't want to do, Mr. Wolf. I'll-
1: I learned to I learned fence at San Francisco State University, believe
0: it or not. Look what he learned in San Francisco. That makes perfect sense. I'm just that I'm throwing that out there, and Hail Mary Who wants to catch that one. You learned fencing in San Francisco. I'm just saying, that's a Hail Mary. Who wants to run with that? Go for it. It's
1: a great, it's a great sport.
0: I had to go mute for a second there and laugh.
1: Next topic, right? <laughs> yeah, let's hey, see. I move learned through. how to
4: eat with chopsticks in uh, San Francisco.
1: <laughs> Did you? Wow.
4: In Chinatown yeah. with Nancy Pelosi? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. If that, I don't think it was, I don't know it was like that. Chinatown. It might have been Chinatown.
5: I, I dropped acid and went and saw cats in San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Actually, I'd seen it. It was, the, it was the same day I'd seen a movie. In, I'd seen uh, Rumble in the Bronx in San Francisco. No, it wasn't Rumble in the Bronx. Operation Condor.
0: I saw Rumble in the Bronx in theaters and it changed my life forever. I was like, this is how action should be. No wires. <laughs> just... A crazy Asian guy jumping around, just kicking people in the face. It's, it was amazing. you got
4: to check out Arm of God, Jackal.
0: Oh, I've seen all his movies. Are you kidding me? Like, I'm a huge Jackie Chan fan. Except for the Kung Fu Kid renamed the Karate Kid because it was just a horrible garbage. That's not even one though, of his movies. Even though he was good as Mr. Han, you can never replace Mr. Miyagi. Rest in peace, Pat Morita. I'm saying.
3: Well, you know, I don't think we made, uh the the new Demolition Man movie A Fair Shake here. We went right into Rambo and, and totally dumped on him.
0: Well that's <laughs> I, wait, I, the, I,
5: the big <laughs> sequel's new Demolition Man? Well you yes. should have led with that, dude. Jesus
0: Well, well we're gonna talk about shit that.
5: on Rambo. I mean like that's that's something to get excited about. John Spartans returning
0: Check this out, uh, Johnny Affleck. Let me read this to you guys. Uh, Demolition Man fans may be pleased to hear that a sequel could arrive nearly... 30 years after the original release. That's right, folks. The news came from Sylvester Stallone himself who started the 1993 sci-fi action movie with Wesley Snipes, a.k.a. Blade and who forever will be Blade. I don't care what anybody says. And Sandra Bullock. I love her. In a recent Q&A with fans on Instagram. Stallone teased that Demolition Man's sequel uh, might be in development in the very near future once we get out of this whole lockdown thing. And at he said, oh, uh, I think uh, there's one coming uh, 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 in uh, right, right right uh, <laughs> Stallone said, uh, well, we're working on it right now with Warner Brothers, and uh, it looks looking fantastic. So well, that should they come go. out. Uh, it's going to happen. So it's going to happen, he said, and uh, you can watch the the entire full Q&A on the page, superherohype.com, and uh, guys, I'm excited, I'm a huge Stallone fan, huge uh, Demolition Man fan, so this is is awesome.
5: What hinges on this is who they cast as the villain, because... Wesley Snipes as Simon Phoenix pretty much halfway made the film. I mean, like, there's so many great elements to it, but he was just such an iconic and just over-the-top, gloriously goofy villain in that. I I still have my Simon Phoenix action figure. It's, like, one of my prize action figures that I have. It's great. So they really need to get somebody that can chew that kind of scenery and have that much fun being dumb to, to be the new villain because well, like if they don't have somebody that can like live up to and maybe even be better than Phoenix, they might as well check, not even
4: bother. Check yeah, this out. Nicholas Cage. What are you talking about?
5: Nicholas Cage should be the new leader. He should be like kind of like D. Raymond. That would be great casting. <laughs> that would be great casting.
0: But check this out. Look at This is the synopsis. Check it out. With innocent victims caught in the crossfire in Los Angeles. Very believable. Uh, intensifying war on crime. Both cop and... John Spartan, that's right, the Sylvester Stallone, and violent thug Simon Phoenix, Wesley Snipes, are sentenced to a state of frozen incarceration known as cryo-prison. When Spartan is finally thawed 36 years later, now it's 2032, and Los Angeles is now uh, a pacifist utopia called San Angeles. But with Phoenix again on the loose, Spartan must team up with a future cop, Liana Sandra Bullock, who will be back as uh, again playing the same roles, guys. So this is uh, gonna be all three of them playing the same roles, and uh, I don't think they uh, announced here who the other bad guys are, but I I, I assume they might uh, say here they might be looking at maybe Dennis Rodman coming out. What do you think?
3: Wait, wait, hold on. They're gonna rehash the same plot. St- <laughs>
0: <laughs> when has that done happened before Mr. V in Hollywood.
3: Well, but okay, he got out, he saved the world, and they're gonna put him back in Cryo?
0: No, uh well, him and he, uh You read
1: the synopsis of the original original
3: movie. Yeah, oh, that okay. was right. okay, yeah. yeah. that that's not
0: the new movie. movie no no no, no. Th- that's gonna be really for the I people play that, play that that's for the right. people that don't know about demolition, so they're gonna the synopsis uh, okay. of the movie. Yeah. And uh, these, the new one's going to be a lot like that. All three of them are coming back. That's why I said that right after. But they haven't announced who the official other villain is in any of this. But they are, you know, looking at uh, having all three of them back and uh, very similar storyline. I guess Phoenix will get, you know, unfrozen again. Uh, I don't know how He's they got, can it. No, he he
3: got killed.
0: Yeah, yeah he was When is a, a, a head being cut off stop somebody from coming frozen. back? He
3: was frozen, I stand. Come on. Right. Oh, you know what? We're going to find out that they cloned him. There's an army of them like Star Wars.
0: That'd be awesome. <laughs> hey, Oscar, oh. though,
5: I have a main question, and since you're in Hollywood, you might actually be able to answer this. How the
1: hell do those three C-cells work, man? Like,
0: <laughs> Yes, <laughs> please, enlighten us. <laughs>
1: That's a big mystery. I don't even know how it works.
5: Oh, wow. Oscar doesn't even know how the three C-sails work. Damn, it really is. I have a
0: theory. It's probably wrong. It. After you <laughs> talked about your
5: bathroom before the show, I don't want to even hear about your theory. <laughs> Was it
0: my bathroom? What are you talking about? It wasn't me.
5: Yeah, you
2: were talking about how nasty your bathroom was. You might actually
0: sit and pee or some stuff. It was nasty. Oh, nasty, that's nasty. some. That was something different. I mean, like I said, nobody wants to have swamp, but like you know, with your own swamp, like you don't want that. You know. We
1: should have the we should have the toilet sound just like the um, Supreme Court did the other day.
0: <laughs> oh, you heard, You saw that? That was so funny. That was. Yeah, that was uh, hilarious. Yeah. That was hilarious. I heard it on. I heard it on uh, the uh, show shout out to a schnitz show. The schnitz show. Uh, He he actually played the clip, and it was very funny. Very funny. Yeah, it's hilarious. (laughs) Uh, uh, You know, they should really keep cameras and those procedures at all times, because that happens every once in a while. There was one that happened a few years ago. If you go to my website, again, angelespino.com, plug, plug, plug. Uh, Actually, uh, you can look it up in the search, and you'll see a report I did a few months ago on, Something very similar, and uh, it was in the uh, Florida area. Uh, they went in, and uh, somebody had to use the uh, the little boys' room, and they forgot to take their mic off. And uh, it was very funny, and in the middle of a really good speech, too.
2: Oh,
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, well, let me ask you something: Is uh, Wesley Snipes is his uh, tax problems over with now? Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah, I yeah. He's his some low-budget Yeah, I've seen some low-budget movies here recently, and
1: it was like, wow, he's back. Yeah, he's been back for a while, actually.
0: Yeah. Yeah, um,
1: Spinballs he, 3. He was
0: awesome yeah, yeah. in
1: that. Yeah, that um, tax, that, that tax the issue completely destroyed his career, practically.
0: Yeah, well, it drained his, uh, you know... Money. I mean, like, the dude, like, he started well, they, taking, they, they, like, roles for, a you know, for paycheck. What they, could have, what they could have just done was just put him under house arrest and they could have fine right? him. And that's it. But
1: throwing the guy in for five years in jail was outrageous. I mean, that's a miscarriage of justice. They're just trying to you make know,
0: for him, man, so. it's, you yeah. know, especially when you have, like, actual criminals committing actual crimes. Exactly. Like, talk about a waste of the time, man. All you did was yeah, stop, like, how many great before. movies you could have made. It's not even it's it's his, it's
1: his uh, accountant that really did the problem there. <laughs> it's the accountant that got creative, and then he, as he snipes, paid the price. I mean, that's ridiculous.
0: Yeah, that I, that happens way too often, man. Way too often. Uh, and and I'm not just saying uh, accountant is doing stupid stuff again. A superstar arrested, but getting arrested for somebody else's mistake because you know you're kind of involved with that. That uh, I've seen that happen. It almost the, happened to me. And not to go off ago. topic, but the government has
1: come way overzealous on tax collection. I mean, that's ridiculous. Oh yeah,
0: yeah.
2: Uh, oh yeah. Well, but
0: uh, uh, how many millions were? Man really uh, how, how many millions were like did he owe? Like he owed a lot of money though. Yeah,
1: the owed about five million, but
0: you know I. <laughs> that's I, I a lot of bread. Ledge, because I don't believe <laughs> it myself, So. That a lot of bread. I think that's more than he made for the Blade trilogy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, yeah, that's a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, well.
1: And it also personally infuriates me because I had to, actually had an interview with him ready to go, and then a week later he was thrown in jail, so there went my interview. I was oh, that
0: sucks.
2: Oh, it
1: could be a great interview, too. God. Oh, oh
0: man, awesome. that would have been awesome. Are you kidding me? Like, and I'm not even kidding. Like, I'm a huge Blade fan. Like. Yeah, to me he's always, gonna, he's always going to he's always going to be Blade. I mean I have the sword of the daywalker in my collection, the actual like, replica of the sword. Uh I have a bunch of comics still saved in storage. I literally loved that comic, you know, the comic before he was even in it. I even like started watching Spider-Man cartoons because they had a version of Blade in there in one of the cartoons and I was like, "Oh yes. man, I, I I hope they they feature him some more." And then like he was like in a few episodes and I was like, "Damn it." Wish it would have been in, in you know more episodes. Like he's never been given like you know, a proper treatment until the movies came out. And that first movie was like incredible. I was like, oh, yeah. I had like fanboy you, tears did you watch in theaters. The TV show? The two shows and back. Is that my dude? Sticky fingers. in Yeah, it, sticky I... fingers did a good job. I thought. I thought he was yeah. really fun. And I like that they kind of threw
5: um, nods to other Marvel characters. That I really like the kind yep. of winked and nod at Werewolf by Night and uh, Moon Knight in there. I was just like, ooh, they dropped Mark Specter's name. That's dope.
1: As <laughs> <one."> <laughs> yeah, the whole supernatural angle of um, Marvel, the Marvel Comics universe hasn't really been explored yet in the motion picture. So. We'll see when that happens. Well, they're doing Moon Knight on um,
0: the Disney yeah.
1: Plus sometime, and then near, near- yeah, future. I'm, so uh, I'm helping Moon on that job. I I may be committing. I don't know. Maybe it's a sacrilege, but I have never seen what the big deal of Moon Knight was. I don't, well, it's like- small. Well, the thing is, Oscar, though, Moon Knight
5: originally was a a villain in Werewolf by Night. So if yes. in Moon Knight, they might introduce Werewolf by Night. They might introduce some more of these kind of supernatural characters. You know I love Moon Knight, and um, I know you think that he's a Batman ripoff or whatever, but oh, I think point. if you actually read his book, um, you'd see he's completely not because he's actually got supernatural powers and mm-hmm. stuff that Batman doesn't have. But teach their own, you know? Yeah,
1: I love the other super Marvel supernatural characters a lot more. I mean, I yeah. always like Man the Man Thing and, you know, the Werewolf by Night character. And of well, course, man, um Man Thing course, got a movie. It was pretty bad though. I I saw yeah, it on Satellite Channel. Yeah.
5: <laughs> I feel bad for him cuz he's actually a really neat character as a swamp thing rip-off,
1: but he was, he's was a he's a pretty neat character. He, he yeah, deserved I'm a lot better than that I'm the, the Morbius character, the Morbius movie too. Yeah. That's-
5: I was actually so negative towards that film when it first got announced, and then I saw the trailer, and I'm like, "Well, oh, look at Jared Leto go! Yeah, actually, look, actually, look like he's going to have a good superhero movie after all in him." <laughs>
0: oh, I, I gotta uh... you
5: know, like Joker. <laughs> No, I love, I love this Joker, but I'm the
0: only person that does. I, I'm talking this yes. like for the wider audience. But that was I a great it. segue there, Mister Alpha, because the next story we're going to read is all about Jared Leto. Okay. Mm.
3: Well, uh-huh. there, can I ask you something, there, Jackal? When uh, yeah, we talk about the, the sort of ripoffs, uh, <laughs> when it comes to Blade, did you like uh, the the Venture Brothers <laughs> take on Blade? Oh, God,
5: Yes, <laughs> Jefferson Twilight was so hilarious. I loved the the whole order, of the triad. Man, Doctor Orpheus and um, what was what was the <laughs> monk guy's name? But yeah, Jefferson, I kill Blackulus. You mean African? No, we. I kill, I I kill, kill vampires them? in England, too. They don't have African <laughs> Americans. <vampires there.
0: laughs> I have not seen them, but now I shall.
3: Oh, <laughs> oh wow. Yes, you must see that. <laughs> oh,
0: absolutely. well, that's going to be on my bucket list, I'm just saying. Right, I will be watching that.
5: The order of the triad on Venture Brothers is, yeah, and Jefferson Twilight in particular is, is a, a, a hilarious character.
3: Hey, right. you know? it, it, it actually took me a minute <laughs> to figure out. Oh wait a minute! This is a blade uh, uh, impersonation. Rip off. Okay, <laughs> there we go. Just yeah, I'll rip, rip it off.
5: Because well, they yeah. took his likeness from the old Spider-Man comics, but olded him up instead of making him look like the Wesley Snipes blade. That's kind of what they did in the cartoon. Ah. Yes.
2: They,
5: they gave him the fro and and like the kind of old timey look. He's he nice. was
3: wearing the seventies clothes and stuff. <laughs> well, they want to let people know it black exploitation. Yes, yeah, pretty
0: much. Yeah, pretty much. I, you know, I heard a, a rumor, and I don't know if this is true or not, or maybe Oscar can confirm it because he has all uh-huh. the insider connections. I don't know. Uh, uh-huh. But there is a rumor that, you know, while Wesley Snipes is not playing Blade anymore, that he was going to have a role in the new Blade reboot, and he might play uh, Wesley, I guess, uh, the, the side that character.
1: As a very true rumor, yes. That's There's more fact in that rumor than fiction.
2: Yeah. That would
0: be incredible because, I mean, he is getting up there in age, and, you know, at yeah. a certain point, you got to pass on the baton to the next generation. I completely yeah. understand that. Uh, but he would be amazing if they bring him on as Wesley.
1: If you seen him in the Dolomite
3: movie, he was incredible. I was just about to bring that up.
1: I was like, how do <laughs> you guys
3: feel about the Dolomite movie?
1: It was, it was va- I love that movie. Fantastic.
5: It's the best right. thing Eddie Murphy's done in decades, man. I grew, oh, yeah. I grew,
1: up, I grew up in that era, and it was an like exact capture of that time.
0: Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, I've seen all. Really I've seen every him, almost
1: every one of those, every black exploitation movie ever made. So I know the the uh, the feeling, the everything was there. The a- atmosphere, even the dialogue was.
0: Pretty I much mean, different. can you guys think back and and think of a movie where Wesley Snipes has been like awful in? Besides Blade Three, but that was not his fault.
5: No, he wasn't awful in it. The movie was just. Oh. Bad.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the movie was awful. awful. No, well, he, he was good in that, but like, the movie Triple itself. Like, Triple
5: H was awful in that movie. Like, if we're going to talk about people that were awful in that movie, like, <laughs> said, like, Triple H. Parker Posey was actually, like, probably the worst
0: acting I've ever seen from her. Yes. Um, she phoned it in that movie. She was uh, like, uh, pay
5: Dominic, Dominic Purcell, the guy that played the lamest Dracula in the world, he was awful in that movie. Wesley yep. Snipes, um, Ryan Reynolds, uh, what's her name, the, the anti-vaxxer chick from 7th Heaven, they were all actually pretty good in it.
0: No, yeah, well, what? Was uh, the name of the lady who the played
3: the 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 main vampire pro- protagonist? The lady, Parker Posey. Mm. Parker Posey. Yeah. Oh God, she's hot. Oh my God. You Think sorry, so? I never knew her really? name. Really? Oh. oh, yeah. She, she, was, she was she was in
0: the Scream movies also. Parker Posey.
5: She was in Part Three. Yeah, she played the movie version of Gale, right? But, yeah, and she had yeah. The, <laughs> she had like the streaks in her hair. She looked really good there.
0: Uh, oh, she was wow. hysterical. Uh, well, she was actually in all the uh, at least the first three screen movies. She always played like the TV version, um, acting like Gil on the movie stab or whatever. Like you know, that was you know like she, her character. You know
1: what she's really good at is the Lost in Space TV series. She's really great in that. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, she's yeah, awesome
0: she's like in Bob that.
5: Smith, she
1: was Bob Smith, and- yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Actually, I really like that series, too. The second season wasn't uh, really easy at first. It took a little while to get into, but that first season, I thought it was really good. She was really yeah. good in that. Yeah. Uh, but uh, check this out. The next story, moving on, is a Suicide, a suicide Squad director thinks that Mr. Jared Leto uh, and his Joker was unfairly treated. And I'm going to read real quick here. Uh, Jared Leto, of course, who uh, he he says got a wrong deal when he portrayed uh, the Joker in Suicide Squad back in 2016. Uh, Not only was Leto's uh, screen time in the movie greatly reduced, his take on the clown prince of crime was soon overshadowed by, of course, the Oscar-winning performance by... Joaquin Phoenix in the recent Joker movie. Now, it says it seems unlikely that Leto will return to the uh, DC Universe anytime soon, and this fact isn't lost on David Ayer, who once again took to the Twitter world and said that he ponders how Leto's uh, Joker was uh, treated. I almost said tweeted. Uh, Ayer uh, also admitted that he continues to feel bad for Leto over the way things played out. And uh, as you go to his Twitter, you can read the entire thing on there. How do you guys feel about that? I think, personally, uh, he just didn't really look right as the Joker. He never felt like the Joker. It felt like a weird thing to me. But how do you guys feel? For
5: for the Suicide Squad film, I think he got the proper amount of screen time he needed. He was never supposed to be part of the team. If you read the comics where he does show up, he only shows up to mess with Harley, try to make her quit the team try to become evil again so he kind of played to that strength it was it was never he was never supposed to have a huge part in a suicide squad movie unless they were going to make him a villain which he obviously wasn't it was whatever that big tall uh
0: but that was the original
5: thing was but
0: that was the original concept though they shot a lot of footage like there's like supposedly so much you can make an entire movie cut of his joker
5: yeah, but he's not really supposed to, it's not supposed to be about him. So many of the characters barely got any screen time in that film enough. So, um, yeah, I, I'm not going to cry that he wasn't in the movie more. I thought that he did a decent run as the Joker. He's not the best, he's not the worst. But I think for that one film, I think that he got the amount of screen time that character needed in that particular film. It's like well, they probably shot more stuff with Ben Affleck's Batman or with Ezra Miller's The Flash that they didn't put in the film. But no, no, but
0: the, no, 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 but they're they,
2: not supposed to be in that movie. Be in no, but
0: officially, kind of uh, officially, though, there, there is, uh, you know, uh, it's not just a rumor. There is, uh, you know, a known uh, fact that the original script featured him as the main villain. And that got rewritten, and then the villain that ended up in the movie, the the, the chick... Uh, I forgot, you know...
2: The Enchantress?
0: Yeah, the Enchantress, there you go. They made her the main villain when they started writing his Joker out of the movie. But the initial concept, you can look it up, Johnny, I'm not even kidding, the initial script... His Joker was supposed to be the main architectural bad guy, and he's going to have a lot more screen time. And then in the editing, they they flipped it, and they had shot a lot of footage with the Enchantress, and they had rewritten the script, and then the pickup shots, and they essentially made her the main villain, which is kind of what David Ayer is getting now. Like, you know, he was promised, you know, to be the main bad guy. And I understand what you're saying, that for that, in, you know, inception of, you know, the Suicide Squad... It makes perfect sense if you're going by, like, you know, the entire mythology, but that wasn't what was sold to him as an actor, and he feels, you know, David Ayer feels like he kind of got, like, eh, kind of like a, you know, kind of side, you know, the, the side treatment. For all the work he put in as uh, getting ready for the role, which again I just I didn't dig from the beginning. I like Jared Leto as an actor; I think he's a fine actor, and he's done really good work. But when I saw him as the Joker, the first initial reaction was like, ah, no. <laughs> mm. No, Oscar, you want to throw in your two cents on this one? I hear of course,
1: laughing. I. Whatever David Ayer says, I I definitely believe because this is a director and a writer with an incredible track record. I mean, let's not forget he directed this movie called Fury, which is an incredible movie. End of Watch, I mean, this is this is the Training Day. I mean, this is a um, an incredible director and writer. So the fact is that he got he got railroaded basically by Warner Brothers. When need to get final cut of the film, that's basically what happened. That's probably what he's railing against. And I, I believe I enjoyed um, Jared Leto's Joker. I thought it was perfect for the movie. But I also, I also agree that it should not have been the focus of the movie. It is the Joker has really nothing to do with the Suicide Squad, and by putting Joker in a Suicide Squad, that was an odd choice. And maybe it was a stunt casting just to include the Joker in the film. So I, that's a, that's that what respect, it was now yeah, when it initially did it. Yeah. I have no problem seeing, you know, less of the Joker because I don't think the Joker belongs with the Suicide Squad or even within the within the genre of the Suicide Squad or the whole idea of the Suicide Squad. Joker's a nothing to do with
0: it. Yeah, that's, that, was, that was the problem. That's why they wrote him out of, like, the, uh, you know, essentially the movie. Actually, they shot, like... 80% of the movie with him as, you know, the, yeah. the, the main bad guy. I feel, uh, I feel bad for Gary I mean,
1: he's an exceptional actor. I feel bad for what essentially his performance got left on the cutting room. But, that's, you know, that's the reality of the industry a lot of times. Yeah.
0: yeah. Hell,
1: even one of my performances was cut out.
0: <laughs> I know. <laughs> I heard. I heard you, yeah, I heard about that. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it, was called, it was called The Bathroom Break. <laughs> well, <laughs> it was a three minute <laughs> short <laughs> Well
3: you know what, what about the new Joker? I, I particularly didn't really connect with it, especially since this, I don't know, was it supposed to be somewhat of an origin story? Because well, I mean the Joker actually started. Did you, the you see the movie? It, so did you, you see the really did you see say. the It's an Elseworlds,
5: basically, um, its own mythology version of him. They do it in the comics all the time.
0: Yep. See, the the thing with the Joker is he's never really had a clear, you know, background that you could see. That's, you know, his initial... You know you know mythologize his initial origin, uh so there's always been like a vague mystery to him, and you know they've had you know different interpretations, and this is what that is just a different interpretation of who well, he could have been. Red hood.
5: well that that depends see mm. like the 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 canon version of his nope. origin is yep. taken from Alan Moore's The Killing Joke, which Correct. in fact he actually tells Batman a couple different stories about how Correct. he became the, of the jokers when right. red hood story is one of them so that's not they're, official they're, yeah. the canon origin of the joker is that there is no official origin of Correct. the joker because the guy just lies
0: Basically, that's why even in the Dark Knight trilogy, when he's telling you know how he got the scars, remember, he tells different stories. Even in the same party, when he's talking to uh, Rachel and the old guy and everybody, he's telling different stories about how he got the scars, and people didn't pick up on that. Uh, But that's because the Joker lies. He's always trying to confuse you and, and mess with your head. That's what he's all about. And uh, he, go, and then that leaves the audience. Well, who the heck is this guy? Well, he's an agent of chaos, exactly like when we said that's all he's supposed to be. But in in even the Killing Joke, or you know, his background is always supposed to be mysterious. Now the Joker movie is not setting a canon; It's just another Elseworld uh, tale. Uh, but it was cool because. It was, you know, something that it had featured the Waynes. It featured, you know, the, the actual way that they got killed. And i, I try tried to use the name, but Martha and uh, Thomas Wayne. Mar- Martha! Um, you know. Uh, but it featured them. And, uh, it, you know, it showed, uh, you know, Joe Chill. Pshh do the actual shooting, and, you know, that was at least a Joe Chill character, which is very, you know, much like the comics. So, as realistic as they try to make it look, it still kind of had those elements in there, which I thought was pretty neat.
3: Now, would they
0: connect that with, uh, did you see the movie, though, V? Well,
3: uh, hold on, but the, the main thing, the main connection between Batman and Joker is that he has felt guilt because he created the choker and now his responsibility but it, he that's, didn't yeah, but he thing. create
0: that that's in a, a couple of versions uh different interpretations that's not the exact mm-hmm. canon of the Joker. That's the thing. There's many different interpretations of the uh, Joker. Like, the one in the Batman 89 where he falls into the, the batch of, like, acid and he gets all, like, you know, messed up and he was a a uh, criminal for the underbelly of Gotham with the mafia. I mean, that's, you know, its own interpretation. That wasn't canon even before that movie came out. In fact, they rewrote some of the comics based because of that movie and added that to, like, the, you know, so they could kind of tie it in a little bit. But that was never... Part of the Joker's canon. That was just for that movie. Like in that movie, he shoots the Wayne's, right? That's also not part of the canon. The original canon is Joe Chill, one of the street thugs, shoots the Wayne, and even that's been kind of like messed with over the years, seen in comics and movies and, and all kinds of stuff. The, which is another uh, thing that the Dark Knight trilogy got right. They actually used Joe Chill as the the guy who shoots the Wayne, and uh, oh, that's...
2: No.
5: The Todd Phillips Joker movie, it's not really meant to tie to Batman. Like, that, put yeah. the Waynes and stuff in there to so fans wouldn't bitch about it, but at, at the same time, it, it's meant to be a standalone story where they where a creator wanted it to tell a 70s style, a uh, hard crime, kind of noir type story right. about mm. this misunderstood character off on his own oh. while they kind of had little elements and winks and nods of the comics, like the This movie could have actually been called anything and just been about that character, but they decided to make it about the Joker. But um, on the real, it's just meant to supposed to be a different reflection of him. But it's a a standalone thing. It's not it's never supposed to tie to any of the other well ever. Kind of. Johnny
0: they're gonna they're already talking about the sequel it's gonna happen and uh, if the Batman with uh you know uh Robert Pattinson does well and it's in that kind of noir kind of feel and style there are rumblings already that they might tie it in a little bit later on and uh, that might happen there's also talk that uh, the the Batman is gonna get its own joker and they're gonna keep things separate so you never know where the rumors go. But that's one of the rumors that they're gonna try to tie those two uh, universes in and make it one, which the age difference would make sense, since he would be older than the Batman because he saw him as a kid. And well, Joaquin Phoenix is have, older. They'd
5: have to really old him up by the time Batman gets to him,
0: because like <laughs> Batman was a really little kid in the. But first that's easy done in makeup what- and. And that's done makeup, and he's a Joker. A
2: geriatric Joker, Robert Pattinson.
0: <laughs> he's not going to really be geriatric. Come on, we're, we're talking a little while ago about watching Stallone thirty something years after Demolition Man coming back to that. So, yeah, if if, if an eighty something Stallone could do Demolition Man 2 thirty five <laughs> years later, I think we could, we can get by with Joker. You know, like you know, killing somebody with a gun. I don't
1: think this. I don't think going to tie this two characters, and there's no way, because for one thing, the Todd Phillips film is is basically his, his homage to Taxi Driver, for all intents and purposes. Right, yeah. right, it's, yeah, well, that's what no it was supposed gonna, to be. It's not going to yeah. tie into Robert Pattinson and Batman,
0: I don't, well, I don't see that happening. time so will tell, second. we'll yeah, see. I, I get it. We could uh,
1: throw down money right now, I'm sure it
0: won't <laughs> <laughs> Wolf, are you willing to bet your uh, nuggets in three minutes on that one? <laughs> <laughs> I will flush it out of you, man, if you don't pay me that $3. I'm just telling you right now. I, I, got, I got my money on Oscar's side on this one, man. Yeah, definitely. How many, how it many together, times... It'll, it'll be a bad idea. It'll be a horrible idea because they, they did a
5: good thing with that Joker movie, and I don't think that it needs to be tarnished by having to tie into their next whatever Batman. If it's good or bad, whatever, we we don't know yet. But... um. This thing, it, it, it's Oscar-nominated,
2: which doesn't happen to comic <laughs> book movies. If they the they If they
5: decide, that like, oh, nominated. now we've got to throw it in with every other character that we kind of poop out, like, it, it's going to just take all that special away from it, which I won't yeah. put past Warner Brothers, but I really hope they wouldn't be that It's stupid.
1: definitely going to be a standalone Joker. It's Elseworlds Joker, and they're going to leave it at that. But they already
0: introduced the, the Waynes, yes, Bruce, so...
1: Or- that's part of what makes Joker who he is, but I don't
2: think they're going to tie it into the. Pattinson but they're making
0: a sequel. That's the thing. It's going to have a Joker too. So eventually, you're going to have to, you know, show Batman in there somewhere. So why not?
3: Well, you know what? That's he's kind of my favorite Joker I've seen thus far. Uh, uh, to have him not in something else, you know, would be a shame.
0: That's what I'm saying. Look, I love Heath Ledger's Joker. I thought he was phenomenal, but he's passed away. And Joaquin <laughs> Phoenix is a phenomenal actor, and he nailed wow. that movie. I mean, talk about, uh, he deserves that Oscar, no pun intended Oscar. But, I mean, yeah. he deserved to hold that Oscar in his greasy hands and, and kiss it in, the, in his bald head. Again, no no uh, pun intended uh, Oscar. Uh, <laughs> But he, you know, he deserved every bit of the accolades that he got for that performance. He was phenomenal. And while it was a taxi kind of a field noir uh, movie originally, where they said, you know what, let's make it a Joker movie. It worked. And when stuff works, it makes a billion in, in uh, at the, at the movie theaters and it wins Oscars. You know, Hollywood yeah, does funny no, things. Yeah, my <laughs> By mentioning taxi, the vampire Batman in there.
1: <laughs> By mentioning taxi true. driver, I wasn't trying to. I wasn't trying to state it as a derogatory you know, against the film whatsoever. I mean, to try to to try to imitate taxi driver, try to make an homage to it. You know, the man's going to a good source there, so
2: it's not a bad thing. So.
0: No, not at all. Look, they even had uh, what's his face. Uh, <clears throat> that, yeah, that, that guy. Yeah. That, that, that dude, that doofus, uh, <laughs> yeah. the, the, the 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 guy from the guy from Meet the Effers, you know that dude. That's that's right. Yeah, um, that's uh, well, that guy you from know, Godfather as well. Yeah, well, who you want to Godfather call it that. Too. Yeah, and then and the Deer Hunter as well. Oh well, wow! Well, who remembers that piece of garbage? <laughs> oh, that, was a, that was a good movie. Come on.
5: Yeah, Deer Hunter. Deer Hunter's actually. I'm with Oscar on this one too. Deer Hunter. Is a phenomenal motion picture. You could have your problems with Samino um, for Heaven's Gate and what that movie did to Hollywood, but if you can't take anything away from him from, for Deer yeah, Hunter. Speaking
1: of Heaven's Gate, have
5: you ever seen the full
1: cut of that movie? It is a great movie.
5: I heard that it's finally out. No, i got to yeah,
1: check it out. I've really only ever good. seen Heaven the. Heaven's Gate is a misunderstood, misunderstood motion picture. It's a
2: great movie.
0: Well, I know somebody who's been awfully quiet who might have a to, uh to throw in here, uh, Zod Ryder. You, you have a thing to say about this uh, possible Bat uh, Joker team up with the the Pattinson Bat and the Joaquin Phoenix Joker? Give him a second. Uh, no, not not really. There you go. Good, good, that's good dialogue for me. Good job,
3: uh, Zod. Are you feeling all right? <laughs>
0: I think he's eating taco a little, too. A There's tired. this.
3: Oh, yeah, I'm tired,
4: but you know, trying, trying to stay awake. <laughs> he's trying to steal
5: cold cuts on spot. He's just like, nope, not interested.
0: Yes, yes. Dad, to me, yeah. it's like bread.
5: You got to throw in some bread. Um,
4: I was gonna bread say bread. we need We need to mention we need to mention bread on this show. We haven't talked about bread in a while, so you know. He like made the
5: best bread, but yeah. then he sold it to somebody else. <laughs> well,
0: I and, it, say, and it was made like in China.
3: A man, having a wonderful sandwich. He doesn't want to be bothered.
0: (laughs) Now, the question, guys, the elephant in the room here is uh, is Zyde. Did you put salami on that bread and and cheese sandwich?
4: (laughs) No, no, all meat, no bologna.
0: (laughs) Wait, what? (laughs) That is an awkward sandwich. Yeah, you, you got to put some cheese and some, you know, mayo. I'm getting hungry, actually. So let's, let's move Steak, to- <laughs> steak
4: chicken, uh, let's see, Ooh. steak, chicken, beef, uh, wow. shrimp, everything. You can put everything on it.
0: Wow. Oh, the shrimp. shrimp. Yeah, there you go. So slice of pizza. That's a good there sandwich.
4: Go.
1: A I don't think shrimp mixes with meat very
0: well. Here, r- real quick around the table. Uh oh, wow. Come on, real quick. Is a hot dog a sandwich or something else? V <laughs> <laughs> a hot dog is a hot dog. Hot dog is a hot dog. A hot
5: dog.
0: A Johnny Alpha.
5: Hot dog is a hot dog, dog.
4: You know that's a The Chinese make the best hot dog. Yes, Zod Rider for the win! <laughs> ding, ding, ding!
0: What do we have from uh, Johnny? Absolutely nothing.
5: And we got oh. him a rubber tortilla.
0: There you and, go. And, it's a...
5: and, and I got you a full <laughs> pound of used cat litter. Man, me address. Ooh, here,
0: baby! It's we a mustard. The,
1: mar- <laughs> the marble note prize is going his way.
0: It's a mustard, some <laughs> yellow sauce. <laughs> <laughs> So, you actually were eating a sandwich. That explains the silence from Zod <laughs> well, I,
4: I actually wasn't eating a sandwich. I'm trying to stay awake. <laughs> well,
0: that makes I, me I feel worse.
4: Trying to stay awake. Uh-oh.
0: Well, oh. Is,
4: is, that, is that a reflection of the show? Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, not, not a reflection of the show. Just I'm okay. really tired. Oh,
1: I'm sorry.
0: A reflection of the young lady that uh, his uh, other better half oh. keeping him up at night, you know, because he's a man and a legend, from what I hear. Very hey, lovely hey, from hey. Illinois. It's crazy. Can
3: we can we say hello to Joe really really quickly? Uh, uh, just a uh, nod. Hey to Joe. Joe. Hello, Joe. What
0: do you know, Joe?
3: 36 yeah. hey, uh, Thirty
0: six. pac
3: Thirty six. Now
0: now. Thirty-six pack. It's more like a hundred and eighty-four pack. But anyway, hello, like Joe. Like said, hello from
5: the other side, Joe. Uh, yes, I might be.
0: So I'm saying, I'm saying now, hello to
1: Joe from the Compassionate Wolf. Hello.
0: <coughs> there you go. And Lobo says hello to Joe Blow. I mean Joe. <laughs> <laughs> now let's uh, move on to another store here, and this is uh, exciting news for uh, fans of these two gentlemen. Uh, it says here, The Mandalorian, which I think we all in uh, unison love. Even the writer is nodding off over there. Uh, the Mandalorian Season 2 adds directors Robert Rodriguez and Peyton Reed. Gentlemen, discuss.
5: Mm. I'm still a little upset that they didn't let Werner Harsog direct an episode of season one because he was so on the show, and he is such an incredible director, and I would love to see what a Star Wars looks like from his crazy mind, but that's said and gone. I am a huge Robert Rodriguez fan. I even like the Machete films, so this is great news for me, especially after Battle Angel Alita. He kind of like got his name back a little bit, so yes. yeah, super down for it. Oh, Peyton yeah, Reed, definitely that's the good. Ant-Man guy, right?
0: He uh-huh. did
3: Battle Angel.
5: Yeah, he did yeah. Battle Angel
3: Alita. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow. And Peyton Reed came in and saved Ant, and he saved that movie Ant Man. Let me tell you, because yeah. if he didn't, if he didn't jump in there and did what he did after Edgar Wright walked, that would have been a complete disaster. And everybody thought it was going to be a disaster. And then they were like, "This movie's actually pretty good." Uh, he did a good job.
5: Ant, Ant- Man's my favorite MCU character, so yeah, like yeah, uh,
0: yeah.
4: You know, now, that's not saying, you know, that's not saying much. No.
5: Whatever.
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> he's quiet for 20 minutes and the one thing he says is Disney man hey, Come on. <laughs> <laughs>
3: that's quality control.
0: Yes. <laughs> oh, come on. he was. That's a good movie, Ant-Man. I, like, it's, I really like the second one, too.
5: Yeah. They're both really solid.
4: Definitely a better movie than Captain Marvel. I'll tell you that.
0: You mean uh, the movie that should never be mentioned again, Captain Marvel? You know,
3: I don't know. Another one. That, that woman does it for me, too. I don't, I don't
0: know. Well, <laughs> that's not saying much, V. That's not saying much. But what I'm saying, I'm on the table. I think we could all in, in unison say that uh, Captain Marvel was... Uh, <clears throat> how can I put this uh, gently and, uh, and, in not, and not in a, a dirty way? Uh, dumpster fire.
5: I liked it. I thought it was pretty um, mediocre for a Marvel film, but it wasn't awful.
3: Oh, those those pretty brown eyes, the lo- blonde hair. Oh. Doesn't really work yeah. for me
5: personally, but she's not terrible. Like, I don't know. You got to think for blonde white girls, like, that? totally not my style
2: personally.
3: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> who said that? I like him all the shapes, sh- sizes, and colors, and whatever. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but you I just prefer short. blonde. Uh, that's okay. Yeah, we understand. It's all good. White men's, you know. Uh, well, you know actually, white black men's kryptonite. Her, it's she's all good.
3: Not super pretty. She's just the kind of. That's chick, for like, sure. Yeah, like, like like a waitress. Yeah, you can pick her up. Yeah, no problem. You so she, you she, who- she's accessible.
0: So you were the dude, like, back in the 80s, like, when, you know, all these, like, cheesy movies came out, like, where the uh, bad girls was the blonde and the good girls was the brunette, you were always hoping, like, that Marty McFly or Michael J. Fox and Teen Wolf would go with the blonde and not the brunette, and everybody else was like, yeah, the brunette is, like, totally the chick he's going to end up with, man, but you part of like, I think he should go for the blonde. I don't
3: well, know. The I thing was... is, I grew up loving blondes, and like I can only date brunettes and now that i'm older and and more into the spotlight of things i find myself being flooded with blondes so it's kind of weird
5: talking about your marty mcfly analogy actually when i watched teen wolf i always liked boof way better than the blonde chick that like me is chasing around in that boof was so cute
0: me too. I completely concur. But there's a lot of people the back then that were like, Yeah, I don't know how why you did it with Booth. That blonde was totally hot, man. Like, I'm like, really? Booth was like really cute, like I would have loved to have given it to her in the booth. Booth? <laughs>
1: Aren't you clever?
0: <laughs> there you go. And uh what's her name? Uh, my favorite scene ever in a nineteen eighties movie. Uh, the uh, the undressing of the bikini. in uh what's the does anybody get this?
1: It's, um, it's uh, Fast Times at
2: Richmont High. Of
0: uh, yeah, City yeah, Gates. yeah. D- yeah they see. All I got to say is the, oh, the undressing of the bikini in the eighties, and everybody's like, "Yeah, Fast uh, Times of at Richmont High." The most famous scene in cinematic history. That and Luke, I am your father. That's all I'm saying. Well,
5: because that that's a twofer. You also you get that you get that beautiful visual, and then you also get the really awkward scene of um, Judge Reinhold getting caught in a tour, <laughs> which is hilarious. <laughs> which is like yeah. that's a great scene in a film because you don't see that very often. Like a dude actually getting caught whapping the weasel in a film, you know what I mean? So that that's a twofer. You know, it's a hilarious moment plus a very hot moment.
0: By the, the way, his name cool. is Judge, so like he uh, was laying down the law I, yes, on himself. Yeah.
5: He was
3: pounding the (laughs)
0: gavel. Yes.
3: (laughs) 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 (laughs)
5: Laughing
3: the weasel. That's a new one for me.
0: (laughs) He was stroking the law into his own favor. Let's just uh, (laughs)
3: leave
0: it at that, gentlemen. Uh, So we're all excited (laughs) about the Mandalorian Pardieu coming up. Oh,
1: yeah. Very excited, yes.
0: I wonder if they shot any of that because you know, of course, until this whole uh, lockdown is over, I, um, I
4: heard that it was that it was in production and then it had to stop like everything else.
1: Oh, and let's not forget one thing about the Mandalorian part—the second season. is going to feature my friend Michael Bean also, so there
5: you go. Yeah, Bean's going to be in there.
1: Rosario Dawson's
5: going to be in there. Um, yes. Wasn't there another really cool... Oh, Jamie Lee Curtis is going to be up in there. There's a lot of really cool cast members that's going to be joining Dude, this season. Rosario
0: yeah. Dawson is a shot uh, uh Oh, man, it's a not like to Star Wars name. A shot uh, so, uh Come on, help me, guys. Okay.
5: Oh, you call okay. yourself a fan?
0: I'm not going to help yeah, you. Yeah, the name just slipped <laughs> me. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, okay, guys, see. guys, I've got to ask.
3: That is like perfect casting. Now that by you the brought way. the name up again, Jamie Lee Curtis, uh, back in her best days, would you?
0: Would oh, you come get on! Her? Oh, come on!
3: Oh, two seconds, of course. Uh, you know she's a, a, a biological hermaphrodite, right?
0: I didn't know that's that. A, so, and the, well, that's a, that's that a really rumor. Actually, that's I actually, that's true or not,
3: so. She she
0: well she has kids so she's a woman.
3: Researched it from (laughs) (laughs) what you research. Uh, well, I don't think the kids are biologically hers.
0: I don't know. I I don't know. That's
3: true
5: or not? I told my uncle that because he had a he had wood for and he was he's disgusting. He's a junkie. Everything bad a person could be. (laughs) My uncle Barry was, and he loved her. So me and my my best friend Jr. We told him that as a joke. Just to mess with them, and I think he probably posted that online. It's probably not actually true. She That's did an interview
3: on it. She did an interview about being that way.
0: Wow. No, but it was it was like a joke interview. Like she was like, "Yeah, I heard about that," and like she joked about it, but she never confirmed it. Confirmed it. No, yeah, I don't. No, 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 no. no, no. That's sure sure. sure. the down.
5: That's literally something that me and my brother joked about, like, without even researching. And we just kind of said to mess with my uncle. I'm pretty sure his crazy ass just posted it on Facebook and people ran with
2: it. I'm pretty sure.
0: No, no, that's been around Dude, for, for a really long time. Knows, right. No. <laughs> yeah, you, you never know, know. Facebook, man, they're very influential. The dumber hmm. you are, the more people listen to you on Facebook. That's the truth. True story. That's true a true story. Fact. Yeah. But, uh,. No, I don't think Jamie Lee Curtis was ever actually uh, a man.
3: I'm going hey, to l- say l- listen, that's It's okay, that's okay that's if you have rubbed one off to a man and not <laughs> It doesn't make you gay. Okay. Yeah, it kind
0: of does. But that's not the point. <laughs> the thing is, I heard about that rumor 20 years ago, and then uh, <laughs> it's not like anything new. You know, it's kind of been like dogging her. Like doggy style for like the last thirty, forty years, and uh, you know maybe there's some truth to that fire. I don't know. I've never seen between her legs. got I would like well, to. Well, a- it
3: actually didn't.
0: But I never too got much, much, to. Actually, uh, yeah. it showed. There wasn't there wasn't a whole a lot of uh, you know stuff going on back there or down there.
3: Well, it, it, it was <laughs> it was present just underneath the skin, underneath the structure. You wow. Know Full, full penis, full testicles.
0: You know way too much about that, v. Like Yeah.
3: I researched it.
0: <laughs> wow. Where did you find that in Dr. Hyman's book of like useless information? <laughs> like, Where would you pull that one off?
3: Well, you know, in the middle of the, the political stuff, the military-industrial complex stuff after the research, wow. sometimes you have to just...
0: So there's a section of look Jamie Lee Curtis's man parts, like. <laughs> by the be- way, the show, top, top secret. The show has
4: mutated into a discussion about Jamie Lee
0: Curtis's boss <laughs> I, I mean, know, I <laughs> it. but at least you are keeping it on entertainment. So
3: <laughs> well, imagine having having that, and you're
0: scratching, and you can't get to it.
5: Well, she's never she's never lonely on a weekend. That's
1: all I can tell you, man. Uh,
0: <laughs> and she can end up being her own grandma or grandpa.
1: <laughs> aren't, we, aren't we wonderfully juvenile
0: <laughs> what you guys have never seen the movie The Stupids <laughs> oh wow <laughs> I'm serious? you've never seen The Stupids you guys are laughing like you don't even know what I'm talking about I've I, know, I, know, I
3: know I know, of it it's a Tom Arnold movie right yes. Yes. yes I saw it once and that's it I can watch it a second time
0: well, he's his own grandpa. That's what I'm saying. And he it's very believable. Have you seen Tom Arnold? Yes. <laughs> See, that's one celebrity I would not be afraid of if he says, I'm going to whoop your butt, man, at a convention. I'd like, be like, come on, man, bring it. <laughs> Don't sing it. Come on. You know for Regno? Right? You were never an incredible Hulk. <laughs> He yeah, really oh. had a career, thanks I, to I Roseanne. The I liked
5: him in anything was in Austin Powers with the, who does number two work for scene. That's it. Like he was a, kind of funny in that. Like, yeah, boy, you told that, you show that turd who's a boss. That's the only time Tom Arnold's
1: ever been funny to me.
0: And he's playing off like a real comedian, Mike Myers.
1: Yeah. Tom Arnold was good in True Lies also. Don't forget that. Though.
0: But he's playing off a real good comedian, Arnold Schwarzenegger. His ah, <laughs> whole ah. hey, so career is a big joke, let's be honest. The Arnold is a big movie. Like "Ah, is a big thing in the summer.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Get to the the (laughs) chopper. What? Wait, yeah, please. What?
0: (laughs) It's not a tumor. Not a tumor. Boys have penises. Girls have vaginas. It's not a tumor. Do you think that Baby
5: Yoda (laughs) will finally get a name and people can stop calling him Baby Yoda because I'm tired of people telling me, "But that's not Yoda."
1: I'm like, I know it's not Yoda, but they didn't give
5: the kid a name.
1: Well, they have to give the race a name, so they haven't given that species a name yet. Yeah, they haven't given the
3: species a name. And Lucas is an asshole about that. Just at least tell the species name.
0: Lucas had nothing to do with that. I mean, Lucas made the character be mysterious, um, but he didn't really, like... Great baby Yoda. That's the thing for me. I've
5: the shit on George Lucas, but I can't give him any crap about this. It's the fans yeah. that tell me, but it's not Yoda. I'm like, I know that, but they didn't give the character <laughs> name, and I don't know the how, the race of the alien. I think they aliens,
4: know so. that it's not Yoda, though. That's the thing that if you're telling me
1: off, that's why. The what is he's he's old he his own grandpa? Here's
0: here's here's what. Him, yeah, one, one thing. One thing at time, gentlemen. One thing at a time. That is
1: thousands of years old. That's what's established in the Star Wars mythology. So that's. But well, that you guy. forget, oh, Oscar. Wait,
0: they've established. Okay. They've established time travel now. Also.
3: <laughs> Ding dong. Exactly. <laughs> well, I okay. If he does, if, if there's a species name revealed, uh, I'm gonna bet it's, it's gonna start with a Y.
0: <laughs> the Wills. <wheels. laughs> <laughs> actually, no uh, actually the species they should just make the the species the wills because uh, as you know, if you're a Star wars geek, you yeah. would have fumbled a, a Sagatano's, uh Sagatano's name earlier, sugar and sugar and spice uh whatever her name is uh you know the uh, the journal the journal of the wills is the initial concept that Lucas had. Uh, for a species that oversaw the entire force. Uh, so, why not make his race the Wills? Nobody That's knows about those like, I, I, yeah. I
3: like that idea. Could go on. You know? But did he not. Uh, wasn't the Wills shown as something else in one of the. No, they've never. They've or something or something or something like no, they've never yeah, established they were, what
0: the Wills look in
4: like. The Clone Wars, weren't they? The
0: Clone Wars, Wars. yeah. They were no.
3: there was something. Was the Wills. They oh. were shown as these mysterious ghost things. Show-
4: yeah,
0: mysterious, but yeah. I don't think they actually show the species of the wills.
4: Yeah, they showed them. They showed them. They were in there. Yep. What season? I don't. I don't know, but I do remember they were in there. They were in there briefly. It was a. Uh, uh,
0: it was like. A, uh, I don't know about that. I'm going to look that up. I don't remember that. Watch, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah, they they, they showed the wills.
5: I just hope they call it something, so I I don't have to be told. But it's not Yoda. <laughs> but
0: some smart ass on Twitter ever again. Hey, he well, that you, you, got, Yoda, you, you, you got, got. Are you
4: excited for the cereal? Are you going to buy the cereal, dude? Because the uh, cereal <laughs> looks like you know.
0: it looks like corn pops, but like, but like with baby Yoda. And, and yeah, so I'm. I'm, I'm in. I'll buy it. Yeah. Cereal yeah. going to be has, then, what color is it
3: going
4: to yeah, be? Yeah, the heads are going to be green. Yeah.
3: Wow. <laughs> you yeah, look like you're eating a mole snot. <laughs> so, in other words,
0: the next three-minute BM is going to be all green. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps. Just don't make it from
3: that Mountain Dew stuff. You know? I want to have children.
0: <laughs> well, I, I drink to that.
3: Exactly. <laughs>
0: Uh, Baja Blast, baby. Baja Blast.
3: <laughs> oh, man. You take me back. Wait, you know what? Does Taco Bell... It's been a while since I've been in the States. Does Taco Bell still have all those uh, exclusive flavors of Mountain Dew?
0: I don't know about all the exclusive ones, but they definitely have Baja Blast. They, they still have the Baja. Of course. It's the the, the top drink in the, the universe, or in the galaxy, or close they don't to have.
5: Us. They don't have no Taco
3: Bells in Poland?
0: Oh, no. GMO is not wow.
5: allowed here. Okay, I'm, surp- I'm surprised. I, like, I know that they have them in a lot of different places. I know they got them in, like, Japan and stuff, so like, I figured they'd have them over there, but that's
3: crazy. GMO is not allowed here. Uh, peop- uh, some of these major fast food places that come here, they have to change their the source of their their, their food. So mm-hmm. it takes a while for things to get planted here because of the strict laws. In America, you can just dump a garbage truck in a blender, and that's what you <laughs> got to
0: eat. It's delicious.
3: <laughs> but not here. they standards.
0: <laughs> Remember, there's, there's still one like the vest from like Back to the Future out there in Poland. Johnny, they're a little bit behind the curve. Oh, to... <laughs> well,
3: you know. Not on the food, I'll tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> that's,
5: that's because they're, they're um, a kind of a newly liberated country, you know, to tell you the truth, in, in many aspects. So, like, you got to... They got their time to catch up, but yeah, I just figured they'd have some, of, at least some of that stuff over there. But that, that's kind of crazy. Good for them though. Like Taco Bell is poison. Like don't listen to what Jackal tells you. They might have Baja Blast. Ah, but everything but it's so everything good, else, Yeah,
3: I don't know. I don't like Mountain <laughs> Dew. But... Oh, I, I, am That's my drug of choice. Uh, no, yes. Uh, and and I hate it. I hate. <laughs> I really wish that was not the case.
0: <laughs> I am guilty of sin. I had actually a, a Mountain Dew uh, voltage earlier, and I had a Baja Blast about three hours before that. It's the only soda I drink. I completely uh-huh. eliminated all <laughs> other carbonated you beverages. Know.
5: Mountain Dew uh, should have a Baby Yoda
3: flavor like Baby Yoda Blast. Yeah, you like- would think.
0: That's a good idea.
3: <laughs> That'd
5: be wow,
0: a that's actually problem. a good idea by you, Johnny.
3: Congrats. Maybe Yoda can bring Serge back. <laughs>
0: You know, that would have been gr- a great tie-in for like Futurama. Slurm. Had, yeah. Surge Slurm.
3: I've made so many jokes to so many different females about Slurm, I, I almost feel disgusting thinking looking back <laughs> at it.
0: I don't think any of us uh, here want to hear about those uh, kind of like perverted jokes. <laughs> but Slurm. <laughs>
3: Well hey, I was uh, never a lonely man, so
0: they worked at least. <laughs>
3: Betty Palm. It's a night. Yeah <laughs>
5: <laughs> Just gotta gotta qualify it there, V. Come on, that's how we roll here, obviously. <laughs> well,
3: I mean I know we're nerds here, but I, I never I never show it. <laughs> that's something I suppress. You know. Like 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 uh Palpatine. Suppress that dark side. Oh no! As, <laughs> as, just...
5: soon as, as soon as I get my play button and my channel monetized on YouTube, I'm getting a fat chain with a big old blinger on it. that says nerd. Just huge. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, 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 I celebrate it. It, it is. I, I don't wear many hats. Like I don't, I don't claim any political party, but I do proudly, proudly, proudly stand as a nerd happily.
3: And that's forever. why you're my favorite member of this show.
0: <laughs> v loves his alpha.
3: Well, I mean, you're, you're very stereotypical, of course, and you know. I mean, not not to say that's a bad thing, but you know, you make me feel like I should be more of myself. Let him go, gentlemen. He'll bury himself. you make me feel actually more of myself. It's than a than love connection. It is. It really is. Yes. <laughs>
1: it's, a, it's a bromance, is what it is.
3: Bromance. That's right. Exactly.
0: Can, can we cue in the love songs?
3: That's right. <laughs>
0: Somewhere, somehow, the, the the theme song from the police academy movies when they go into the bar.
3: That's oh,
2: yeah.
0: playing you, somewhere. we went to
3: high school together. I mean, Johnny was the guy that made sure that I got laid. As long as I have him around, <laughs> I was good to go.
0: <laughs> I actually had a friend like that in high school.
5: I always had a pocket full of weed and a little bit of powder on me, so yeah, I
2: <laughs> love
3: <that> Johnny powder. <laughs> oh, wow.
0: <laughs> yeah. I think we all had that friend in high school who, like, the the yeah, uh, chicks were like, he hey, who is that?
5: <laughs> I knew how to party, man. I ain't going to lie. I was, I've i never been, like, officially what you would call cool, but I knew how to party. Like, don't, uh, don't ever forget. Don't ever misunderstand dad.
3: right on
0: right on on. (laughs) what a party (laughs) I think Johnny definitely partied hard Uh, guys we're going to go on a short break Uh, we'll come back we have a a couple more uh, stories to get to and then uh, let's see we have uh, another uh, 45 minutes uh, to go and uh, we'll be back shortly just stick around this is the round table right here on PSN and RBN. So, uh, gentlemen, sit back, relax. We'll be right back. And we're back live on PSN-Radio.com and on RBN. That's right, gentlemen. We're back live. Again, I took those guts and let it loose. Because we have more news, we got more stuff to talk about. If you guys want to join again, the number is seven eight six two four five eight one two seven. You can look us up on PSN by looking up on Skype and typing in PSN, and it should pop right up. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. I love that saying. Also, I'm <laughs> uh, I'm I'm all full of like '80s dorky sayings right now.
5: Actually, that's more like a British movie. Like I, I, I hear that in Guy Ritchie movies a lot. That they say that. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy.
0: But I did not get it in the Guy Ritchie movie. I got it in an Austin Powers
3: that's movie. Something I that's say an 80s, that's it's not probably. an
1: 80s movie.
0: I, no, I know.
1: <laughs> that's very true.
0: <laughs> Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. You don't remember that? Austin Powers' dad? So yeah, it? I
3: remember that.
0: Oh, okay. I yeah. thought I was I, the only Austin Powers I, I'm fan I'm a here.
3: huge Austin Powers fan. I wish oh. he'd make another.
0: I actually have the uh, all three posters in frames of the oh, Austin wow. Powers. Yeah, I got the gold member, the real like you know theater print double the side, and that one is phenomenal, dude. Like the the actual name, gold member, in gold, like it sparkles in gold. It's so cool. Uh, it's, yeah it's, it's like one of my favorite things. i actually have a photo of it somewhere uh and i had that one i was like i gotta like find the other two so i went on amazon and bought the first two posters and i was like now i got the trilogy and then i had to move out of my house so i couldn't keep them on the wall mm-hmm. but there are frames yeah. in there and they're in storage and uh as soon as i get over my uh, leg issue i'll have them up on the wall again in my new place.
1: And there, there is actually a rumor of an Austin Powers 4, so it's just a rumor.
3: I, I, I've seen those rumors, and, I, you know, I just wish people quit jerking me off because I hear <laughs> lots of those kind of rumors.
0: <laughs> well, I, it, it's it's like heartbreaking, Meyer... but it doesn't happen. That's what I'm saying. Heartbreak. Yeah,
5: he, he he wants total control over it like he had, and the studios aren't willing to give it to him after Cat in the Hat, so it's kind of like a tug of war. Cat in the Hat
3: wasn't them. his fault. He was contractually obligated to do something, and he refused to do a movie. So they said, "Okay, well, h- how about Cat in the Hat?" He said, "Okay, let's let's fine."
5: Uh, yeah, but he's still blamed for that and he's blamed for the love guru. Those are two blemishes on his mark and so the, the studios w- are like, "Okay, we'll do Austin Powers, but how about we get, you know, this guy to come in ready?" Right? He's like, "No, I'm I'm I do it. Like this has always been my thing and that's why we haven't yeah. seen it because the guy has integrity."
3: Well, and, and you know, I actually quite recently watched one of these uh, videos on YouTube, you know, the what happened to this actor? Uh, videos and this guy does a very awesome breakdown of his career and how he is on set and it's like you know what the guy is a genius he's had success let him do what he wants to do was it the joe blow
5: video the the what the f happened to mike myers by
3: joe blow films ah it's the what what the f happened to well, somebody? Well, yeah, I, I, yeah. I well, remember he's also whatever.
0: he's also a lot older now. I mean, it's not like he's young, you know, a young comic, you know, in, in his prime. And that's and, true. And uh, he he's had a couple of like you know bad films, you know, misfires, like you said, there, journey. Uh, you know, Cadet Hat was one of them, but yeah, the, the Love Gurus really were kind of like. Jumped the shark him a little bit where like people are like uh was really bad and it was a terrible movie but i mean like he w- he's been good in, like other stuff in the past like so an and "X murder that was really funny uh he, i you know, don't like that one uh, i thought that was so <laughs> funny it was just stupid funny but it wasn't like over the top stupid it would yeah there's something about that movie i really like that i was, love it too i looked, i gotta yeah. agree
5: with you man that's just a good fun dumb eighties, yeah. nineties comedy
0: movie. Like if you you could put like Adam Sandler in the role and, and it'll be the same movie. But it's just a, it kinda worked with Mike Myers and uh, I thought he was really good in that. Uh, but that's just personal taste. Everybody has you know their own taste and stuff I think, but
1: uh, he could actually pull off a serious role also because if you remember him in yeah. 54, he was really good in fifty four if you've seen that movie. Which yeah, he, he spoofed
0: and he spoofed as gold member, that's what kind of that was remember when he was yeah, skating?
1: Yeah, and, and he then, he was good in he was good in Bohemian Rhapsody also. So. Yes. and,
3: and his yep. little
5: short cameo in uh, Inglourious Bastards, I thought he did a really good job as the mm-hmm. the soldier given the briefing yes.
3: on as really awesome people see my... didn't really know that was even him.
0: Yeah.
5: Well the mustache I guess really must have threw him off because I knew right away as soon as I saw him I'm like yeah. ah, look at this. <laughs>
0: No, but no, he's, he's actually right. Uh, that, that caught people by surprise. They were like, wow, you could actually turn into that kind of performance. And I'm like, you know, just because he's a comedian doesn't mean he can't act. Exactly. <laughs>
2: well,
4: yeah, that's that's the common misconception. Yeah, very, much, of,
0: very common. Misconception. Some of the best actors are comedians. You know, like one of the hardest things to do is make somebody laugh in a movie. That That's tough. You know, like, let me yep. tell you, that as a comedian, uh, you know, uh, would say, uh, you know, that's why a lot of them when they veer off into like other darker things, like Kenny McBride, uh, AKA uh, you know, also, you know the, the Kenny Powers, you know, uh, you know Danny McBride, I call him Kenny McBride, uh, you know, he veers off and he does like the Halloween movie, you know, that he did, and he sort of do like more dark stuff now. And Danny McBride is a really funny comedian. And, uh, you know, he went from, like, uh, Kenny Powers to Halloween. But that's because a uh, lot of comedians have that, you know, mindset where, like, yeah, they're funny, but they they come with the funny from a very dark place, like, you know, like, Peel and, uh, what's his face? Um, Keenan Peel? Yeah, Keenan Peel.
5: I would say Jamie Foxx is probably one of the most apt people you could look to because he Definitely, yeah he was one of the most hilarious comedians in the 90s like i i just laughed my ass off and then all of a sudden he came out and he's doing these and he's winning awards i mean he's incredible as a actor and but and then you'll see him he pops back up in horrible bosses as mf or jones and he's still (laughs) making me just rolling that's probably my favorite role he's been in since the great white hype he was so good in horrible bosses as mf or jones
0: that was a great role, by the way, in Mifford Jones. And then on the flip side, you have like uh, actors who, are, you know, their entire careers are very serious, you know, like drama actors, and then they become like the Naked Gun guy, Leslie Nielsen. Yeah, well,
2: and,
5: Leslie Nielsen and um, Lloyd Bridges, they were both very yeah. serious actors. For, oh yeah, for, like, for their well, entire career, and but they've become these old men. They have just become these comedic icons out of nowhere, which is really cool <laughs> for them. They got well, like a really extended career out of that.
3: Yeah? Can, can, we, can, we, can we step backwards? I, someone mentioned um, McBride? Uh, Kenny McBride?
0: Yeah, Kenny, yeah Danny McBride.
3: Uh, uh, Danny pa- McBride. Guy. Uh,
0: I always call him Kenny McBride because I love Kenny Powers, so like to me, he's Kenny Powers. But uh, is Danny Is he yeah.
3: an actual actor or is he just a personality? Because I don't see any difference between uh, any role he's done. Well, really you can say that
0: about every actor. Like, most actors play themselves. No, but he, like, if you watch, like, each one of his performances before, he's a comedian. So he plays kind of, like, up to, like, you know, his comedic uh, talent. Uh, but he, it's like one of those things. Like, you watch a lot of Jim Carrey movies, and you it's Jim Carrey doing the same spiel. But back in the 90s, it worked, you know, like, and a lot of the stuff that, that you know, Danny has done has worked. I mean, Kenny Powers a uh, great character. Uh, even, like, he got a lot of buzz for, like, a little skit that he did of, like, uh, Crocodile Dundee, like a, a oh, sequel that was... was- that, that commercial is hilarious, man. And like, that got too much buzz. Yeah, people <laughs> were like, why don't they actually do that movie? Are you kidding me? That'd be brilliant. And uh, it got so much buzz. People really wanted that movie to happen. And uh, unfortunately, it was just a commercial. What was it for like a beer or something?
4: Well, like, I think it was for like was re- a travel- resort. It was like yeah. an Australian resort or something.
0: Yeah, yeah something like that. Was, you're right. Yeah, something like that. But uh, either way, I mean, it, 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 a spoof and it's dating got so much buzz because he is a very funny dude. Uh, like, I've seen the. Uh, he's the, funny,
3: but is he like that in real life? I, I really. If he's like that in real most life. Most comics are not, not like, like that in real the life. Of him. I
0: don't know. No, no. Most <laughs> comics. Are, that's a performance. Most comics are not like. That. If you watch him in interviews, yeah. he's nothing like those characters. It's just the the way he performs like, it. Like, what it works. Usually you get kind of typecast as that, but if you see like a lot of his other stuff before he did Kenny Powers, uh, you know you can kind of see why he would do something like Kenny Powers because it was kind of leading up to like him finding that character where he really like, became that role, and now he's kind of typecast. That. I think that's why he's branching off into like, horror and stuff.
5: If you look at the group he rolls with, they're all kind of like that. They all have these really yeah. hyper, exaggerated personalities. You got like Seth Rogen and Jonah Hill, and um, like you know how Jonah Hill is in films. If he actually acted like that in real life, nobody would be his friend. But like he's friends yeah. with everybody. So I don't think that like any of those guys are actually the way they pretend to be in film. Especially because Seth Rogen's the one that's most out there in the open. And when you see him in real life, he's like, really laid back. He's not even really doing his <laughs> thing, right? Often. He's very well spoken. So I think that that's probably how more of those guys really are when they're not just amping out to be as crazy as possible on film because that's part of their shtick. Like the whole little group kind of did it. You know, that's kind of how they got famous all together. So,
2: Mm. and he was very inspirational
3: as to, you know, the whole Kenny Powers thing. I was going through a (laughs) rough time in my life, and like that was just something I held on to, and it really got me through what well, well, Kenny sad. Powers Kenny Powers yeah the whole the Kenny oh. Powers thing yeah uh, did you
5: watch the next show Vice Presidents with him and Wally Goggins that one's uh, almost as good that that's yeah. hilarious
0: that was funny too yeah uh, vice, vice Principal, principal yeah I was going say Vice Principal not Vice President uh have you seen the movie that, Your I Highness I started
3: watching that and I lost track of it and I completely forgot the name of the show I always wanted to revisit it
0: um
5: it ran yeah. two seasons. It's over, but it, it was it was really fun while it lasted. It yeah, really just yeah. dumb um, fun, but yeah, it, it was it, it uh, was Kenny
0: Powers, but he was a vice principal in a school, basically. Right. That's yeah. Uh, and now another funny movie that he was in, Your Highness. Have you guys seen that? Yeah. With Jim like Franco.
5: of all time. Your Highness. The first Absolutely. time I saw him was in Hot Rod, and that's when I became a good big fan. Like um, yeah, that scene when Rod. Uh, blood, blows that stunt and that guy's like yelling at him and like he just picks up that road cone and starts beating the hell out of that dude and like he steals his hat and he's like oh i drink green tea every day and you bring it
2: up like, he had me rolling so ever since
5: then I've, I've been a huge fan of his just based off of like that one scene from hot rod so
0: rico in hot rod yeah
5: he was, yeah, he was, he was insane in that film everybody was insane in that film yes good movie all right, I
0: gotta very read un- good.
2: hot rod, L- very it's underrated.
5: So oh, really? man, That movie is so stupid, but uh, in the best way possible, man. Like, oh, dude,
0: <laughs> you're gonna have a good time watching it. Just let me tell you, man. Next thing you know, you're gonna tell me you haven't seen *Pineapple Express*.
3: I actually saw it. I was not impressed.
0: <sighs> <Blasphemy.
3: laughs> I'm not a James <laughs> fan at all.
0: Ah, oh, forget I Seth Rogen. Uh, Everybody else in that movie was hysterical.
3: I, I'm just not. He it doesn't do it for right. me. I didn't even watch <sighs> that Jack and whatever, but porno, whatever.
0: Yeah, that was funny yeah. too. Porn
3: was actually
5: a really funny movie.
3: That's what yeah. actually one of the Seth
5: Rogen movies I really like. I'm not a huge fan of the <laughs> So there
3: is, is so that one fan. I should watch versus I, the I other mean, stuff he's so put
5: out? Do you like Kevin Smith's other films? If you like Kevin Smith's humor... I'm you a will...
3: huge Kevin Smith uh, fan. Okay. Uh, I, I can't wait till he does more. I, I, I would love uh, Clark's 3. I would love another... Um, then you'll, uh, did you uh, like this? Bob.
5: Because this is
3: basically...
0: Um, this is J.S. and Bob 2 already. It was you know, awesome. Yeah, it was, now, it, is, it was... Is that, is that a sequel or is that a remake? I,
3: I, I was told that's a remake.
0: No, it, it was a sequel. It's a sequel, yeah, it's a sequel but it, they're, they're spoofing reboots. So it's like... Yeah. It's almost it like the same storyline. It has the same, the same they going to Hollywood to stop <laughs> the reboot
5: of their movie getting made, because Saban's yeah. not even letting them use their own names anymore. So, like... And then... Yeah, it, it, it's a lot of fun. There's a really great Chris Hemsworth um, cameo in it as well, which I yep. thought was hilarious. <laughs> like,
0: Jason Lee is still at the comic shop, <laughs> like always, <yeah>. Brody.
5: <laughs> but, yeah, dude, it, it, I, I had a good time with it. It's probably not Kevin Smith's best film, but it's way better than Yoga Hosers, so it's not oh, that. Oh,
0: God, yes, that was terrible. <laughs> but
5: um, it, if you like Kevin Smith's humor, then you'll like Zack and Miriam a Porno. Like, yep. Um, Seth Rogen adheres to Kevin Smith's humor. It's not really like one of his films. He's basically kind of... I could see like... I don't know. Maybe Jason Lee playing that role if it was made ten years earlier. The, the role of Zach.
0: I could see that. Okay. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, I can kind of see that. Jason Lee's another very underrated actor, by the way.
5: Very funny guy. I even liked him yeah. in the Chipmunks movies. Even though... I'm like probably yep. the only person. I thought he was fun. Yeah, I-, I thought he was really funny as Dave Seville.
0: I'll say this much: good casting, awful movies. <laughs> I'll leave it at oh. that.
3: Well, okay. So can, can, <laughs> I, can I sort of uh, change the tone here because you guys are well-read and well-researched uh, and all this. What about? My main man, Shia LeBeau. He's caught a lot of flack, but I don't think he's done anything terrible. I don't think he's uh, done any... I don't. i don't think he's he got really weird let me just say that he got really weird and i think it's the whole Holly weird thing that happens to an actor well he, he got kind of remember shooter. he
0: got he got kind of plagiarizing uh what was it a script or daniel, he
3: he he, uh, he plagiarized a
5: graphic novel by daniel Klaus and yeah. went into a short film and expect nobody to notice the problem is is like if you're gonna rip off an indie artist, make sure he, they're not as synonymously famous as Daniel Slows because as far yeah. as like crazy indie guys go, he is widely loved and respected by the underground. So like he kind of yeah. should have went deeper if he was gonna try to steal from somebody <laughs> in the indie scene.
0: And that and, uh, and that again okay, was funny because like that whole thing happened as he was uh, of course in the Indiana Jones movie where he got a lot of flack for uh, playing uh, Indy's son. Which I didn't have a problem with. I thought he was okay in that, except for the uh, vining uh, swinging they yeah, do with the monkeys. Yeah, swinging up the monkeys was dumb. Yeah, <laughs> that was stupid. He
2: <laughs> wasn't was little monkeys swinging along with them. I mean, I didn't know
0: human beings could do that. If I could do that, I'd lose another 150 pounds just to be able to swing off the vine. You kidding me? I didn't know we could do that. <laughs> and his name was Mud. Mud Joe. But I, I agree
5: with you. I like Shiloh. I, I think that I think he got, um, <laughs> I think he got a lot of unnecessary hate just because it was easy to dogpile on him. Um, I think he didn't make things easy for himself. I think a lot of the stunts that he pulled didn't help him but he was trying to play along with the meme that was becoming his life and he just kind of went about it the wrong way but if you see the tapes of him and he was doing that art installment and people came up to him and he was actually literally sobbing his heart out yeah and they were laughing at him i i i was disgusted i was just like dude don't you realize that this dude is actually being torn apart right now
0: yeah. Like, yeah you don't
5: understand what probably this poor kid has probably gone through like you think that it's? I, I understand that it's easy to oh, this kid's been pampered. He was on a Disney show and he was little, and but like, you got to understand he's still a human being, and well, he, it all happened to him
0: so fast. I'm surprised people are so mean too because he's he's question. not known to be a like a he's not known to be like a bad dude. I mean, like they went at him hard when he did well, that. That was the point of
3: my question because he's sort of with the whole woke route, and and just he got he got. Shat
0: on. He got woken. <laughs> That's what happened. He he, he finally got awoken. Uh, you know he did. I mean he plagiarized, uh, uh, and he you know, that wasn't a bad performance in a, in a mediocre movie. They made a lot of money, so go figure. But I think, I think his, biggest, his, his biggest his uh, biggest thing. The biggest thing, though, was the big knock on him was that he was—he kept being in a transformer or a transformer movies, which I I enjoy. I'm a fan of, the, of that franchise, uh, so I wasn't mad at him for being in. It. I actually enjoyed his part in the first uh, three movies, or four movies, or five, or however many he did. I thought he was, you know, good in, in uh, the ones he was in. Uh, Darker the Moon is still my favorite of the uh, transformer movies, but uh, you know, is that part that, three, part three, yeah, yeah, uh, the best one. I mean, Leonard Nimoy, come on. He's, isn't that? You know, you can't beat that. But, I mean, when you take the the fact that he was getting, like, hit from all angles, it was just weird because he's, he's not a bad kid I mean, at all. So, it, the, the whole thing was just, like, stupid. It really was. I, like so, I, feel I do feel art bad for him.
3: Where he put the brown bag
0: on. that's on what the he's head. talking about that's what johnny was talking about earlier that, that yeah people yeah, just would, yeah that there was, was a
3: couple of times where people would because like
5: you could go up to him and interact with him and some people yep. sometimes would take the bag off of him and he would literally be just sitting there sobbing and yeah. they would laugh at him and call him names and throw shit at him just like how terrible of a person do you have to be to do that i mean what did this kid do to deserve that i mean what He couldn't even catch a break. Oscar mentioned this film earlier. He was in the amazing David Ayer masterpiece, um, Fury. 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 And, um... He yep. decided he wanted to try to be a method actor, so he decided that he wasn't going to bathe because that's what tankies did in the time and so he, and a lot of bad press came out because Brad Pitt and John Burnthall and all the people came out and said that they didn't want to hang out with him while they weren't shooting because he was stinky, and they made him and there was all this press about how Shia Buffs got too big of a head, and he thinks he's a method actor now, and it's just like he's actually fucking trying to do something good and you're going to still do this to the poor little guy. I mean, just let him do something. The only time he finally got a wink and a nod was when he was actually at his lowest point, when he was in Warner Herzog's Nymphomaniac film, and actually like did a nude scene. For some reason, that's the one thing that kind nude. of people were like, hey, you did good, Shiloh, and I'm like, it's a terrible film. But um, yeah, even when he did it, he was so and he was good in Fury. I don't care what anybody says. He played that really intense, high-strung, shell-shocked character Excellent. And people still just would not let him just have a good role. It, it, it hurt me. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not the world's hugest fan of him, but I, he never did nothing to me personally. And um, I don't know, his plagiarizing thing is whatever it is. That's between him and Daniel Klaus. I like Daniel Klaus's right. comics. I'm not a stand for him. I'm not going to get mad at Shiloh about it.
3: Well, I actually love the fact that he put himself out there for punishment. He put himself out there, you know, the whole green screen, you know, where he's, you You know, know, he's, he's doing his little rant, uh, you know, be all the, be the best you can be. Just do it. Just do it. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs>
0: hey, with Chris yeah. Hemsworth uh, being cast yeah. as Hulk Hogan, maybe they can cast Shadow Buffers like Macho Man Randy Savage. Yeah, <laughs> step into I a Slim Jimmy. Yeah, <laughs> I, I do a
3: lot of practice work with, with my uh, green screen uh, software and stuff like that. With that, I actually have some stuff that I would like to release someday. But uh, uh, a lot of people on YouTube made a lot of funny stuff out of that. No, I thought people just just shat all over him, but they didn't, and they made great stuff out of it, so I made some good stuff. Hopefully, that'll be seen one day.
0: (laughs) Well, if you ever do any green screen yourself, uh, make sure you uh, end up uh, sending it our way in green screen so we can make some memes out of you too, sir. (laughs) Because everybody everybody enjoys that. Green screen.
3: You mean on...
0: Unproduced green screen. Yes. yes. Sure. Why not? <laughs> P- poor Shy. I, I, I feel bad for him. I'm I really do.
5: Think he's, I honestly think he's hes probably going to get a comeback when he's a little older, and I really hope it works out for him. Because he, he's oded, in my opinion.
0: Well,. <sighs> I mean, will it really be a comeback? Because, I mean, it's he, he's, he's not like he's completely disappeared. I mean, he's just not making Transformer movies anymore. But uh, even previous to that, he, it's not like he was in Blockbuster after Blockbuster after Blockbuster. You know, so, I mean, I would actually like to see them uh, cast him in the next Indiana Jones movie and bring his character back and maybe give him some actual good, you know, storyline and uh, actually he character was development. to
4: be on the Zod Ryder show.
0: Yes. Oh my god, that is so true and that never happened. Really? Yeah.
4: That was hilarious.
0: That but that was uh, Whose Fault there's that <laughs> Huh? I remember that show. Remember like we were talking about it like that the wasn't first thing.
4: His fault though. I think that was the person that, <laughs> that um, scheduled it for him. They like messed up the time or something.
0: That and, and somebody was on the air like besmirching his whole career before he was supposed to come on. I mean, yeah, that's not. That's not cool. <laughs> like, like, let's go through the failures of his uh, recent uh, IMDb projects, the uh, movies he's made, and then we're oh, gonna no, have dude. him on and talk about all the failures he's had. <laughs> no,
4: but he hated. The thing is, he hated. his he hated most
0: of his movies too? <laughs> <laughs> you know that he's that not, was funny, dude. Like, even not, I was like he's really funny. Like... His
4: own stuff. That's the problem.
0: You Robert Pattinson, but you guys don't want to give him a break as Batman. Like I'm just saying, like
1: I'm, I'm, uh, I, I'm giving him a break. I'm waiting and seeing. Yeah, you know? I'm, I, have, I have not had an opinion about it, the casting whatsoever. I'm just gonna wait to see the product, and that's it. You know? Yeah, so. I'm tired of getting angry about who's playing Batman. I'm just gonna wait and see Sparkles
0: and see if he <laughs> d- does as good as he did. <laughs> oh, and-
5: yeah. It's
0: Does still, he walk in the he daylight? He
5: really surprised me. He was really good in the movie The Rover. I really liked him in Cosmopolis. He's a he's a good actor. He's a good but, actor. Yes, he is. I'm I'm always going to call him Sparkles. I'm sorry about that, Oscar. But it, it might come from a place of love if he nails this Batman role.
0: Stranger <laughs> things have happened.
3: That's How many Batmans true. do we need, though? Well, I, I'm a bit bit like, a- I'm I I don't want to be like everybody else, but I'm just no. Ben Affleck, Batman? No. no, he's the best Batman. Period.
1: There you what? go. What? Oh, no. God. Ben Affleck ruled as Batman.
0: Bale, man, Christian what? Bale. I'm
1: sorry, all right. Ben Affleck towers over Bale.
5: Well,
0: well maybe they're... in height and oh. weight, but that's about it. Doesn't
1: mean that he's now, a what?
5: Truth. Cold what? hard truth. Okay, in yeah. what film was he better than Christian Bale in Batman Begins? Which Batman film was better than that one? I honestly want to hear this. Because Not... he was in so many Batman films that showed how awesome he was at playing Batman.
1: Yeah. This, is <laughs> that, this, is, uh, this is how good Ben Affleck was. The fact when he played Batman in Suicide Squad and yeah,
0: yeah, nobody cares about Batman that, Batman that movie or ben his back, That was much
1: better than all that. That was much better than Christian Bale, period.
0: It, it, you're, that, crazy. I
3: thought, you're crazy. You're crazy. Love see, bail all I, would the would, way. I would have loved to seen a solo Batman
0: movie with Ben Affleck. Fleck. I was looking forward to that so much. Ben Fleck.
1: I did classic would
0: have been. Hold on, guys. Zod, uh Johnny, who else Ben Fleck? <laughs>
5: That's
0: fine. I'm, I'm a being in the minority. That's fine of me. I'm, I'm no, no, fine. no. The, the way the way you said it, it it's uh, it's reminiscent to somebody else to me, be uh, me, Johnny and Zodno, who's says, Beneflick! Beneflick!
5: Yes. Ben,
1: <laughs> I, 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 guess, I stand by my opinion, and uh, it's a very strong opinion.
5: I'll give you this, Oscar. Like, I would be interested to see him as a solo Batman. As a, in a solo Batman film, it would have been interesting to see what he could have done, but. Um, just off of bvs and the stuff that he was in i can't say he was better than christian bale and i am no fan of the holy nolan trilogy i only really like Batman begins so mm-hmm. um and that but that film is
1: phenomenal that's
2: that's the i say this favorite.
1: i say this as a fan i'm also a fan of nolan films that's i'm a big fan of nolan films but his, but ben Affleck's batman was much better than christian bale's batman
0: uh, and this is why oh. films are always subjective to one's own opinion. Oh. Oh. And my opinion, I think, is uh, the uh, the the Wonder Rules because uh, guess who had a better box office performance, Mister Wolf? That's right, Mister <laughs> Christian Bale in <laughs> his Dark Knight trilogy. It, it, I rest it, my it, case.
1: Over the decades that have been that have had poor, poor, poor box office performance, but years later been acknowledged as classics. Right, we can, no no we can only go. Batman begins had a poor um box
5: office take. Even after the shooting, Dark Knight Rises made a ton in the box office.
0: Oh yeah. Office well yeah, but no, Batman box Begins was coming on Batman Begins was coming off like a ten year hiatus for Batman and the last one had bad nipples with George Clooney. So I mean <laughs> they had a lot yeah. to overcome. There you go. You know? Man. Batman is supposed to be demented, okay?
3: So the only two people who played a really demented Batman to me was Christian Bale
4: and Adam
3: West. No, Adam West. He played a no. really demented
5: Batman. <laughs> yes, he did. He played the, probably the most demented Batman ever.
0: <laughs> he <laughs> was like a cheesy James Bond Batman. Are you kidding me? Like, he would gadgets and everything. Like, that was a 60 <laughs> James that's Bond in did. a Batman suit. That's oh, what he was. No, no,
3: no. Tim, Tim Burns Batman. Who am I thinking of? I have a brain fart right now. Uh, Michael, Michael Keaton. Keaton. Michael yeah. Keaton. Those are the two Batmans for me. Michael Keaton, as
1: as as decent as that role was, I think he went a little over the top. I mean, there was, he went, he crossed a line, and it was definitely into that campy territory, just a tad bit, for my taste. Want to get nuts? Let's get nuts!
0: Great scene, by the way. Yeah, but that. he but that wasn't Michael Keaton. That was Tim Burton. Michael Keaton actually wanted to go really dark, and that's why he didn't do the third yeah. one because it wasn't well, I'm, dark. Michael Keaton, I'm
1: definitely blaming Tim Burton because I could. Yeah, I look at filmography, and he's a, he's a campy director, no about
0: Correct. It. I mean, he did a yeah. Pee Wee Herman movie.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> you know, like first was a Pee Wee Herman movie. Yeah, the very first one. Pee-Wee's Big Adventure. It doesn't get bigger than that. I mean, that's the <laughs> biggest movie of all time.
4: Hey, guys, just just imagine what Batman could have been if Tim Burton was allowed to make the movie he wanted to make, for real.
0: Oh, I thought yeah. you were going to say yeah. they had Pee-Wee Herman play the Joker or something, that would have been great. Paul Rubens as the Joker.
4: Oh, <laughs> yeah.
5: God,
4: God damn it. <laughs> we're, dude, it's been how long I since? Think, honestly, I God? think he would have cast Prince as the Joker to tell you the truth.
0: <laughs> that would have been great.
4: <laughs> Whoo!
2: Didn't know it would have been
5: one beautiful. Like you had the Joker singing the the all the songs from the soundtrack. That'd be dope. Kind of like Batman meets <laughs> the Wizard.
0: Purple uh, rain uh, in uh, Gotham uh, streets. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah.
5: <laughs> Fucking Prince is awesome.
2: Prince, <laughs> Prince.
0: Uh, who would win that fight? Prince or Michael Jackson?
1: Who would what?
3: <laughs>
0: who, would win, who would win that fight? Prince or Michael Jackson? Listen,
3: Prince, all the way. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, man. Michael Jackson off. will do his no. kung fu on the stage when he does that little snap kick. You guys That's like what here. I'm saying. And he can moonwalk
0: out of the way like... A, a moonwalk out of the face, you know, like moonwalk out of the, like, you know, like he's hard to catch. <laughs>
5: Prince had the whole New Revolution, had his back. Michael Jackson didn't have nobody. Uh, but, but after. He, he had the Jackson like, brothers, God.
0: man. Yes. <laughs> he had Tito Jackson. Are you kidding me? He stole the size of Tito J- He would whoop some, you know, like.
5: Well, and his father, jo- We all know how
4: awesome Prince and the New Revolution were at basketball.
0: Yes, and then he'd make this is play true.
4: Play <laughs> oh, yeah, we all know it's some. <laughs> And some beer is better poured in a glass than it is drinking out of a can. I go Red I
5: just got to tell you, man.
0: Oh, that was good. I like that line. I don't know. I got to give it to the King of Pop on this one. I'm just saying.
3: He's got the stop kick.
0: He does, and he's got the moonwalk. It's too that's, too. that's like the crane kick in the Karate Kid. The moonwalk. <laughs> Think about it. It came out in the, the '80s. Nobody's better. seen it before, uh, you know.
5: Purple Rain was way better than Moonwalker was, man. Oh, definitely. Uh,
0: uh,
3: Ooh, that's that's a tough one. Yeah. Oh, I don't I know, know about that?
4: Bridge was way, was way better than Moonwalker was.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah,
5: the cherry moon
4: was the best. <laughs>
5: Well, yeah, Return of the uh, the last Dragon's better than all of them, but yeah, it was like well, <laughs> oh. was two films.
4: Yeah, the only the only Michael Jackson film that like holds a candle to any of them is Thriller.
5: Yeah, that's 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 his masterpiece right there. You can never you, take that away from him. Like, like you, in- you know,
0: you guys know that he actually uh, tried to buy Marvel comics uh, because he wanted to play Peter Parker in a movie.
1: That would have been so... Uh, never did, when he, they did it in the 90s, because that's when they were selling
0: most properties. Yeah, he actually met with uh, Stan Lee, and there's uh, photos yep. of him and Stan Lee together and everything. Uh, it was iconic. Imagine Michael Jackson and Stan Lee. And uh, he literally wanted to play Peter Parker. He wanted to be Spider-Man. That's like, that was his favorite character growing up. He'd
4: still be, he'd still be alive today if he would have been able to buy Marvel Comics.
0: Probably. it would have changed well, because, his whole career.
4: He yeah, he would he would have taken on a much different role in life, and things would have been very, very different for him. And now, yeah.
3: Okay, listen, if he had bought Marvel Comics, he would have just started up a Peter Pan line and then wanted to play Peter Pan. Oh. Come on,
0: now. Uh, he He wouldn't have the rights to Peter Pan. So, that's, <laughs> I don't that's care. not a Marvel he character. That's a, that. that's a Disney. He would have found A. Wayne. That's, you yeah, know, well. Uh, there's a problem. Marvel ended up going to Disney, but Disney don't even own the rights to Peter Pan, do they? Who owns the rights to Peter Pan?
5: I think it's in the eminent, I think it's in public domain. It's been a be. piece of literature for so long. I well, think Disney, that
4: Disney, but Disney can still make Disney makes can still make Peter Pan movies. They make Peter. They've made based them. off of their version. Them. Of them.
0: Yeah, but they don't really own the character. Like they have, It's a licensing no. thing, don't they? They have to get, like, licensing, like, rights or something like that, because they don't outright own the character, so... But, I mean, it, it, there wasn't a Marvel character, so even if would were about Marvel Comics, it's still, like, you would have to gone after the Peter Pan line, but, uh... Well,
5: if, it, if it's a character that's in the public domain, which I think it might be, I don't know how, how estates work, um, but... It's it's old enough property that might have reverted to that. Um, you know, Marvel doesn't own Thor. That's a piece of old mythology and stuff. Mythology, but they, right? But they're able to do the comic book based on it, and they own that particular version of Thor. So, if like if Peter Pan was in the public domain, which I'm pretty sure it is, because I've seen so many different comics about it, which I didn't hear people having to pay out the nose to be able to do them. I think that um, Marvel could have did like you know their version of Peter Pan, and as long as it was different than you know the Anything else anybody else had that wouldn't get them sued by Disney or whoever had a other version of it that um, they could have probably gotten away with it. You know, I think Michael Jackson could have teed away to
4: Neverland. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he probably <laughs> well, could
0: he have, would have finally...
4: definitely been in the Tinkerbell movie for sure.
0: Definitely. Oh, that's a low. That's a low blows. All right, that's that's cold blooded. Um, <laughs> but if you if you think about it though, think about Michael Jackson and Marvel Comics. Uh, you know that whole mix would have been just a, a weird combination if that would ended up happening.
4: It would. Uh, it would probably be uh, just as successful today because he. I mean, he was a business. So, if he would have bought Marvel, I think, yeah, I think it would have started in the '90s. He would have did like some move, done movies where, like, probably something goofy, like him playing Spider Man and whatever. But yeah. ultimately, I think movies would have gotten more; they would have gotten uh, better as time went on. I'm wondering if it would have been what it is today, though, like the way, like the direction things have gone or or not. It would all depend, especially if with uh, him running it, you, you got to wonder if he would have let the creatives do what they wanted to do or if it would have been one of those things where he would have just kind of uh, did what he wanted and if it would have been more comic book focused. It would be really interesting to see that timeline where that actually happened.
0: Apparently, he was like a big fan of the comic books. Something I, I think he would have got more like closely related stuff to the comics itself because he was like a huge reader. Like that's as a kid growing up. Remember, he was on stage most of the time, and the rest of the time he was reading comics. That's what he was doing. So, I mean, he was huge into that whole world, and he always said Marvel was his thing. That's like really what he loved more than anything else. So, I mean, that would have been a very interesting move. Definitely, we would not have gone, like, Endgame and The Avengers, like, where we got them now. And it uh, would have been a completely different Marvel Universe uh, than anything we have you. But, again, it might have been a lot closer to the comics. You never know. He did really well yeah. with the Beatles catalog. I mean, that, you know, he did phenomenal work as there.
5: P- as Peter Parker, that would have been <laughs>
0: what we have now. Better than Tobey Maguire? Mean...
5: Ah. You guys know how I feel about Tom Holland, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't even say it'd be better than him, so come on. <laughs> wow. That era of Marvel was really funny, like when they were um, really in, um, unsure about their future. I loved watching those old um, interviews with Stanley where I was talking about, we're, we're going to get movies made, and we're going to have... Tim Cruz playing Spider-Man. Like,
2: that, <laughs> yeah. That's the
5: reason why Tom Cruise never played Spider-Man, Stan. It's because whenever you talked to him, you called him Tim. <laughs>
0: <not like> that. <laughs> like, yeah, Tim, Tom was somewhere like, there. Tom was like, you know how big a star I am? And everybody's like, we can't see you. I'm down here. Because Tom Cruise is a short that's guy, too. A mid-
3: he's, yeah. a yeah. he's a midget. He's a midget, apparently, Yeah. <laughs>
0: Actually, uh, true story, he was looked on to play Superman in the 80s. Uh, well, actually, yeah, yeah, early on for like a TV show or something like that. And as soon as they, like, they saw his sides, they were like, nope, moving on.
5: He could play He could play Earth-1 Superman, because wasn't he really short? Like the one that, who was that? Was well, that Joss?
3: Just- uh, how about we just let him play Superboy? I That's kind of, yeah. Well, now, yeah. Now, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, he could have played Superboy.
0: That's what they were going for. It was like a Superboy and Superman type. But it was like like after the origin. Like was just become a Superman type of thing. And it was supposed to be because there were some contractual issues with the the whole uh, Superman with Christopher Eve and Donner. They didn't know if he was going to come back for part three at that point. Uh, so there was talk about maybe bringing in another actor and redoing it. And he was one of the first ones they looked at. And they were like, uh, too short. And everybody, yeah, but like that's Tom Cruise. you know up and coming. Ah, no, 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 doesn't look bright. And uh, they never like they brought him in apparently, and uh, that just became one of those things that never happened. But there was a lot of people like like Leonardo DiCaprio at one point was looked at as Spider-Man, and one thing that, that almost me happened. Yeah,
5: though, is he uh, would have uh, been a we, great Spider-Man.
0: He would have been, could've. yeah.
5: We could have had a, um, Wesley Snipes' Black Panther. That's what he was actually originally supposed to Correct. play before yeah. he got cast as Blade. But yep. the um, production kept getting um, screwed on that. So they they just went into, he, he met Goyer and they went into Blade. But I would actually have been really interested to see what like a late 90s Black Panther movie would have looked like. I mean, well, I, I love that. Wesley Snipes had had
0: a, of- a lot
4: of great ideas for Black Panther, though. That's the thing. That's yep. the one he always wanted to
0: do. Yep. And that's what really he should have done, I'm very well,
1: surprised they didn't put him as a cameo in a new Black Panther. That would have been, would have been sweet, but such is the case. <laughs>
0: well,
3: actually, what? yeah. You know, cut in the scene where it talks about past Black Panthers and have them kicking butt as a Black Panther.
0: Maybe they can tie it in somehow and have him come in as Wesley. but Whistler. <laughs> Sorry, Wesley. Not Wesley. I'm saying Star Trek. Whistler. <laughs> uh, yeah. Shut but I've Short yeah, Sean Bosley, but uh, they they can maybe bring him in for a little cameo and introduce uh, you know the new Blade like that. That'd be kind of cool to introduce Blade in the in Black Panther too.
5: Do they uh-huh. have a, a a person in mind? Because they keep talking about this new Blade, and I'm wondering like, do they have an actor in mind for? No
1: actor has been mentioned yet.
0: No, not yet. But yeah, they definitely Yeah, They got doing an idea. actor. They picked they? an
4: actor already. It's Did the they? guy Who? that played. The guy that was Oh that's, that right, movie, that's right, that's right, my mistake. Yeah. That's right, yeah. Was who? The guy from
1: the movie Greenback. Green Book. Green Book. Green Book. Green Book. Yeah, yeah. that's right. I forgot they did cast it already.
2: Yeah.
5: Wasn't he the same yeah. guy that played um Cottonmouth in the first season of um, uh,
4: He was the guy he was the uh, villain in, in Alita Battle Angel.
5: Yeah, he he. Oh. He's a, he played a Marvel character. He was the bad guy in the first season of Luke Cage. That, yes, that's that's, that's cool though. He's a good actor. He's gonna play.
0: Yeah,
1: Blade. he's playing Blade. Yeah, my mistake.
0: That's a good he's casting.
5: You're gonna have to get, get ripped though. He's he, isn't he pretty scrawny? He looks pretty skinny. Know? Yeah, but he you know, can always bulk up. I mean, that's not a problem.
0: That's pretty good casting though for a young Blade. That's not bad.
5: Yeah, he was he was work. awesome in um Luke Cage. I thought Cottonmouth was a great villain. Even though yep. uh, Mariah was even more badass when she beats his ass with that
1: mic stand, that was incredible. But the only, the only thing about that uh, casting, I think he's uh, he looks a little bit too old for the character. That's my only issue. He, the actor, not that he's old, but he looks old. Yeah, they should try to look for somebody in their late 20s. Kind of
5: like,
2: well,
4: just because. He kind of looked a little bit like around the same age Wesley Snipes was when he took yep. over as Blade, kind of
0: yeah no, on that age. yeah,
1: a more youthful look about him
4: Definitely. yeah, yeah, you're right,
0: that's true, yeah, that's true, yeah, but, but they were around the same age, though, so they're looking around the same age group, at least, yeah, but he just looks so. older,
5: he looks older, so man, I missed the Luke Cage show, that second season was so good, they really I really hope that somebody finally brings those Netflix shows back because it just hurts my heart to not think of. Uh, Charlie Cox's Daredevil anymore. You know what I mean? Like, I don't need Iron Fist back or Jessica Jones, but bring back Daredevil and Luke Cage and Punisher. Those shows were really good,
2: man. Yeah,
0: come so down, Johnny. They're coming back. Come down. They're coming back.
2: Excellent.
0: One thing at a time. They'll, they'll be back. That's at least the word. <laughs> we we'll don't know yet when, but that, they're coming back.
5: Charlie, they were so good as those characters, man. Especially I know. It hurts my heart. They were so good.
0: You're you're, you're preaching to the choir, young man. I know. I I love them, And we got one
1: one more neat story to talk about here, right? Yes. Star
0: Wars uh, story? This is uh, something I wanted to get to before we go off the air. Taika Waititi is going to write and direct the new Star Wars movie. And after, uh, you know, the uh, Thor, which I liked, and... I, I I really liked uh, that Thor movie Ragnarok, and I, I I liked his <laughs> directing and uh, That's yes. The worst of the
1: Thor movies. It was
0: hey, a subjective movie. You know to opinion.
4: Last Jedi,
0: Subjective to one's opinion. Keep
3: jerking off to this guy, Jackal. Uh, listen, I shall. <laughs> I, I, I'm a huge fan of mythology and. Uh, especially Norse mythology, which is my favorite, and my favorite character therein is Thor. I like anything with Thor's name on it. So, well, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm there is, right with you. <laughs>
0: this is not Thor. This is going to be Star Wars. And uh, this is after rumors began circling earlier this year that the uh, Jojo Rabbit Oscar-winning filmmaker was being eyed to helm a new Star Wars film. It's been officially announced that Taika Waititi is officially set to co-write and direct the feature for the hit sci-fi adventure franchise. He, of course, directed uh, an episode or two of The Mandalorian. I think it was just one episode. And he's going to be back, apparently, in the second season. And uh, his episode, uh, of course, was phenomenal because he's a good director. And uh, the announcement of Votiti's new film in the franchise comes on the heels of the announcement that Emmy nominee, Liz, I'm probably butchering her name, Liz Lyle Hedlund, uh Russian Doll, I guess is the uh, name of the character, would be developing a new...
4: female-centric news...
0: show. Oh, well, hold on, let me finish. Uh, develop, de- 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 developing the new series for Disney Plus in the universe, for which uh, she will uh, write... Executive produce and service showrunner. Uh, release dates for both Watiti's and Headland's projects are not yet to be announced. Post production is currently underway on the second season of Mandalorian, of course, and that uh, will be premiering in October. Yes, uh, they actually are going to put it out into uh, in the canon on series based on Rogue One's and Andor. With uh, Diego Luna is uh, also going to be in the works uh, soon, uh, I guess when the production begins. It's also following, uh, of course, uh, Obi-Wan, the series, which I uh, I assume that's going to be also in production uh, when this whole lockdown ends. Uh, So there's a lot of stuff on development for the streaming side, but what TT's uh, movie is going to be for the theater experience. Uh, which, uh, I don't know if that's going to be a trilogy, a standalone part of a trilogy. I don't know more. There's not more on that, but he's going to at least direct the first one coming out theatrically after The Last uh, Jedi and Rise of Skywalker kind of took the wind out of the cinematic universe of Star Wars after a very horrible solo movie, which would never get a sequel, because that kind of (laughs) set the... uh, the whole implosion on Star Wars fandom, and now hopefully um, it, it crawls back into like something respectable. Last, said Mandalorian was a huge hit, so I mean that it's it's hoping to keep it alive, and hopefully Taika Waititi does a good job with his uh, film. Now, gentlemen, you want to give uh, your two cents? Feel free to, to to trash the guy. I mean, it's all good. <laughs> Do what you will. I am still excited, and I will see it. I'm gonna
1: say this. Okay, I'm not here to trash him. He's a very competent director, and I I admire him for his directing. I just don't like his sense of humor. That's what I have. I'm at odds with his sense of humor. In my opinion, he he and Chris Hemsworth equally destroyed the Thor character in Ragnarok. I mean, the the character became a buffoon, and the buffoonery led to you know, of course, the End Game, which was. Which was mockery of the Thor character, and it's hard to stomach. Actually, no pun intended. But
0: <laughs> I, that, yeah, that, that's, the,
1: that's the issue I have with that with that director, and he's going to direct the next Thor movie also. And
0: yep, to,
1: dra- to direct a Star Wars film. Uh, I mean, it's going to end up with some. It may end up something like Return of Jedi, where we see little Ewoks walking in, or something like that again. You know, hopefully no. not. But
0: <laughs> would that be a bad thing, though?
1: That would be. Horrifying. That will be terrible.
0: Yeah. Little people need jobs, too, Oscar. Okay? I have no
1: problem with that. It's just that it some serious roles, not these buffoonish panda bears, you know, or the, say, teddy bears walking around. <laughs> I, mean, I was... I yeah. seen that
5: movie...
1: I seen that movie in 90, when it was first originally released in the theaters, and I literally sunk in my chair when that camera panned from the little feet of that thing walking around. They introduced the character... Thought, okay, this is the end of Star Wars right here, and that
0: was it. The only thing I had an issue was with the uh indie music. yum num dab <laughs> yum so It
3: num. was terrible! Thank you!
0: That's thank the you, worst part of... That's the worst, worst part of Star Wars right there.
3: Yum-num! clan <laughs> uh, 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 of little... little... plush teddy bears that took out the
0: Empire. No, no, no. They helped to take out the Empire.
3: Come on. Come
0: you you don't you yeah, even dismiss helped. the because work of the rebels?
3: The is, I know what the message is, okay? But and but hold on, are you? Are, doesn't matter how cute you yes, are. Yes. You uh, can they helped. part. Okay, Correct. So right, listen, I got it. I got it. But that was just ridiculous.
0: Okay. but it worked. I know I'm, I'm I'm,
3: pa- I'm probably blasting you right now, but that no. I did not need that. I'm in a complete that.
1: agreement with you. I'm I'm in the same count. It was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys didn't like the great Ewok adventure movies? I had never even heard of it,
3: thank God. <laughs>
0: You're not a true Star Wars fan, that's what I'm saying. you got to watch no, the I, Ewok I, I, movies.
3: I am the Star Wars fan, all
1: right? That's, that's where I'm afraid, I'm afraid his director is going to take Star Wars into that territory. I hope I'm wrong.
3: I, I'm Are we to... grasping at straws here?
0: We... Did you not see the Mandalorian? Yeah. He did a really good job in that.
1: He did a fantastic job in that. So, so Thank must you. Someone must have restrained him or something. I don't know what happened there.
2: Well, well, it's
5: kind of, of weird that you think that they're going to let them make like some Star Wars Thor Ragnarok. It's
2: that's was, not going to happen. I, I,
5: yeah. I think that no matter what, this movie's going to have like a grounded thing. Right? To it. Even as bad as Solo was, it it wasn't like completely slapstick or dumbness. Yeah, well, so I, I
1: think, think you're going that direction because Ragnarok was the biggest of all, the biggest hit of all the Thor movies. That's all the money is the biggest. Factor that talks in the industry, so they're going to go that route. Oh, this is what works. The audience loves this. It was so the that,
5: biggest of the Thor movies, but not the biggest of the Marvel films. I mean, yeah. like Thor films were the were the snorefest of the the entire um universe. So, like the fact that that one made money, it's, it's not really saying too much. Like Thor, I went and saw all
1: three. Was, it was oh. fantastic. I love the first
5: Thor. I went and saw yeah, the first two in theaters and. The only people that were in the theater with me were a bunch of thirteen-year-old girls. I felt so gross sitting there watching that movie. All <laughs> where I paid my money, and like I was gonna go ahead and like take that shame, but um, that, that, that's... <laughs> but that, that
0: He saw the me. movie like five weeks after it came out. That was the problem. Like...
5: No, I went saw it when it came out, and like there was just full of little girls there to see it, Chris Hemsworth, and there was no Amber Alert.
3: Wow, I'm surprised. <laughs> <laughs> Oklahoma man, what can I tell you? Again, <laughs> this was your this, this was your turn for you to get it this this episode. Uh, so, guys, there you go. <laughs> I you going here,
0: <laughs> well, this is our actually our time. I was actually about to cue that V, so uh, we're about to uh, sign off the evening. That was the last story. Gentlemen, I want to give everybody a shout out for being on the round table tonight. And uh, anybody want to uh, talk about the uh, show they have coming up since we're a round table full of hosts. I'm sure we all have uh, guests coming up. V you have anything special coming up? Uh just uh
3: just keep watching the show, keep watching the the media, keep keep listening to the shows. Uh, TLB TV is coming up here soon, and I hope to convince Uh, yours truly here uh, the jackal to get his video medium on with us with TLB TV and we're going to push things and we're going to be circulating to an audience with several million people there we don't need YouTube we have cut out our own audience okay we are taking over
0: you know how many people have wanted to see my mug on TV (laughs) America's Most Wanted that's right (laughs) They've been knocking on my door for years, according to some people in Miami. Zod right? Or anything? Any special coming up uh, on your end over there? Because I know you do amazing work on your show every week. Good show last week, by the way, or this week actually, a couple days ago.
4: Thank, thank, thank you, bro. Yeah, I'm going to keep. You know, I'm going to try to keep doing the show every week. That's my my goal.
0: That's a great goal because it's, sometimes it's like a year apart. I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, I'll be live this week And then like four weeks pass Yeah, and like,
2: <laughs> yeah
4: well my, that's the thing My goal is just to get Just to keep, you know Just to keep getting quality guests And just to go every week So that's what I'm I'm focusing on
0: Keep plugging away, good man uh, Mr. Wolf, you got anything coming up On the uh, Nick of the woods oh, yeah, this,
4: this
1: Saturday Pacific Standard Time At 9am, the hour of the Compassionate Wolf Returns once again And of course it's my show where I spin fine music from motion pictures, television shows, commercials, and video games. I think you can hear stories of the industry from yours, truly. Also, uh, so
5: we're
0: gonna like work the out...
1: radio station from Demolition Man, right?
0: Yeah, <laughs> kinda, <laughs>
5: Yeah. <Arbor> hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> we gotta we gotta work on that title though, because the hour of the compassionate wolf, but it goes on for like five hours.
1: It goes on for three hours. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I just hate that I keep. I just hate that I keep missing your show, Oscar. Oh, it's a, it's 11
0: in the morning, though. Yeah, it's like early.
1: It's a, the the name is like a is like a throwback to the old time radio of the 1930s, where the hour of this and that, the hour of power and what have you. That's I am a a nod. That's why that's what it means.
4: I'm I miss the old I'm... show, Oscar. Late night, late night music <laughs> where you could be where you could be you know chilling with somebody. He's special and just enjoying your show, man. That's what I.
0: Miss. Well, think about it. Think about it. This way, you can wake and bake, and then put on like his show. Be really, really stoned, and it's the same thing. You think it's nighttime?
1: There
0: huh? you uh, go. I didn't catch that. Sorry, say it again. No, I think
3: oh, I said you no. Know, his show will survive the post-apocalypse.
0: Oh, definitely, yeah, yeah, well, of course, yeah. Uh, Johnny Alpha, anything uh, coming up with the uh, Nerd World on your end? Oh, yeah, man, every
5: Thursday, new episodes, Nerds from the Underground, you can find us on Spotify, on iTunes, and on um, Nerdy Legion Podcast Network, Uh, we got... um, I think this next episode coming up, we're going to be talking about some manga. So that's pretty cool. It's oh. going to be a nice change of pace. We're going to talk about Dora Hidoro and Hell's Paradise, two really rad books Viz has out.
3: Very yeah, I'm cool. Oh. Yeah. hey uh, Johnny, what about the Return of Bleach? I hate that show. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, whatever. I'm out of
1: here. <laughs> <laughs> You could guarantee that Johnny would be throwing some hentai in there just for a second. Yeah. Oh, no,
4: man. Tell me
5: hentai. I bought off of you. I had that um, Midori from the, from the 1960s. I bought it off of your, M- um, your eBay. Uh, man, that that is one of the most messed up things I've ever know, read. Wasn't that wild? <laughs> and, and I Got to keep it hidden, though, because I don't want people seeing I have it. But... <laughs> There's dog squishing. There's eyeball licking. There's snake people. I mean, oh, it's just yeah, insane, it's pretty disgusting. It's pretty outrageous. I, I'm surprised that I bought it from you. That's all I'm saying. It's like it's something that I would understand having, but the fact that I got it from you is kind of <laughs> a little disgusting. <laughs> 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 you show
1: good taste. <laughs> it
5: came.
3: Uh, he doesn't like bleach. He doesn't <laughs> like
1: bleach. I don't know. He came in well, perfect condition to you. So there you go.
0: Nobody's yeah. perfect.
2: Get
5: out of here. And I, you. Well, I read
3: like, I, I watch like,
5: I watch the, I watched the real stuff. I watch like JoJo's Bizarre Adventure,
3: man. that's. <laughs> I'm so glad I drilled into this episode. You don't like Bleach. I knew there was a reason why I had to drill into ski <laughs>
0: There you go. And speaking I, of I, drilling.
2: I, I like
5: man, that's all I'm saying. I thought that, that, that's the Anime, right? That's what I always thought. That's what I've always been told. Like, oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> be Come on, man. Get out of here.
3: <laughs> oh, what you have? Kills Naruto. Oh, That
0: Gentlemen, gentlemen, by the way, uh, we're about to go off here. Uh, Real quick, I'll be live on Sunday uh, at the uh, Jackal's Head, so look that up at 10 p.m. Eastern, uh, live on PSN-Radio.com. Might have a very, very cool guest on the show. Might not have have to confirm it yet, but Carlo Mendez might be on the show with me this week. Uh, Bearing all things are... uh, connected well, he's over at the west coast and uh we're, we're trying to bring him on this week or next uh, to be on the show so that might be possible uh this weekend in a couple of days so look out for that look out for the podcast on dot this will be live on soundcloud pretty soon within the next hour or so and uh, guys it's been fun we'll be back next thursday right here on the roundtable on psn and rbn live once again at 10 p.m uh gentlemen until next time, we're signing off. Au revoir. Zaga, guys. You, get, you want to give us the final uh, pow pow there, Soundrider? <laughs> pow Good man. There you go. Good night, everybody.